But, yeah, man, my bad about last week, man. I was kind of out of pocket. I had family in town. Um, so I really didn't have an opportunity to just, like, sit down and do this. My, it's awkward. So it was some other shit that uh I wanted to start off. I thought I was gonna I thought I sent you this shit, but clearly I didn't. What's that? It's a blue door and a red door, right? Yeah. The blue door you can go to you can go fifteen years into the future and you'll have fifty million dollars, right? Okay. Or red door. You can start your life brand new at the age of 10 with all of the knowledge that you now have. What you doing? Definitely going back to age 10. No question. Why? Uh, First of all, I don't want to go to the future because, I mean, I know I'm going to be paid, but, I mean, I could be paid right now in 15 years. I don't know. Like, nigga, I might still come up on $50 and I would have not, you know, lost 15 years of my life. Secondly, if I go back to when I was 10 and I keep the same knowledge – do you, now, I mean, now look, it's got to be guaranteed that like everything else going to go the same way. Because first of all, I'm going to be betting like a motherfucker on so much shit to happen. Like, <laughs> like every year, <laughs> you know, and if I got the knowledge, I can make that 50 mil. I'm going to know so much about the future and what's going to be popping and what people like. I could be ahead of the curve on so much shit. I could tell my parents, yo. I don't know if they would believe me. I'd be like, yo, invest in this shit. I'm like, I don't care what money we got. Nigga, put that shit in motherfucking Apple, Google. I said I was going to cut down on the curse in this episode. Put that on Apple, Google. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Put that, you know, and and I, I would just hope they would trust me. I mean, I, I mean, I wouldn't trust my child <laughs> if he was 10 years old talking about, yo, I'm from the future. And I know the future. See, my only thing is I would go back. This is this is my only caveat for going back, right? Yeah. It would suck though too. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> it's gonna suck. And you also have to like our memory is trash. Because we in we we are in like the popcorn era. Yeah. So everything comes easy. So it's just like when we was talking earlier. Like, Drake dropped that video, and we already didn't forget about it. So it's like, you go back in time, you're going to remember the big stuff. Like, yeah, tell your parents to invest in Google. Tell them to invest in Apple, um, Uber, you know, Facebook is coming. <laughs> Uber, you're going to be like, yo, it's going to be the stank on Uber. We need but to be you got to think about curve. this. You go, you go back in time, you can create all of this stuff. Like, not all of that stuff, but like you can create like Angie's list, <laughs> Craig's list. Like you can create these platforms because you know at some point there will be a need for it. The only thing about going back in time is every movie that we've ever seen that talks about going back in time is that space time continuum. So, one thing that changes, changes absolutely everything. Like, if I go back to when I was 10, I can't change one of... I would have wanted to go back and change something that was worth more than just my personal gain, right? But Mm -hmm. see, if I go back in time to when I turned 10, like, if we're going back to my 10th birthday, 
That's December second, two thousand and one. So like, oh, nine eleven <laughs> still happens. You feel me? Like, so I would want to go back and like change some stuff similar to that. Like, if you go back in time and figure out the best ways to keep the you know, housing bubble from going down or warn people that that's coming. Just everything. But then you take something like that because, you know, a lot of people lost money when the market crashed and all of that stuff. But some of the writings on the wall from that is what helped get, you know, Obama elected. So it's like you never know what small changes you make that are going to be beneficial, how those changes affect other things in life i feel you whereas if you go fit if you go 15 years in the future and you are you know you got 50 mil like you got that 50 mil <laughs> i mean it's like i can go 15 years in the future and i don't know it's like i get 50 mil but at what cost like at what cost like what's what happened in that 15 years like in those 15 years, what do people remember about me in those 15 years? Like, what did I do? And me not knowing that, I don't know, bro. And I lose 15 years of my life. I'm, tw- I'm 23. I now become a 38-year-old man. You know, it's like, but I don't. You're not 40, though. I'm not 40. And I got and I got 50 <laughs> mil on me. Like, yeah, you're not 40. So you, you, you're a millionaire before 40. So you can still be on the, you know, top 40 under 40. <laughs> I could, I could. I don't know, man. Going back, I don't know. Going back to the age of 10, like you said, all the movies, you know, one one small thing. See, but that would have to be a caveat of the deal. You know, whoever I'm making this deal with, I got to be like, okay, if I go back, like, is it going to be some, you know, first of all, I just need everything to go as normal. You know what I'm saying? I need everything to go the same way that it did. Uh, but I can just kind of change the little things around me. Like going back to the housing bubble. Honestly, man, I would probably be on some selfish shit. Like, um, you know, tell my family, t- tell people I'm close to, like, look, you know, this this bubble going to crash. You know what I'm saying? These, uh, you know, institutions giving out these loans that they know people can't afford. This is going to catch up. So this is what we need to do. You know, we going to pop off before then. We copping, yeah. we copping all real estate. You know, and before that, we just going to sell it. We going to sell it, get all our money. Everything going to crash. When everything crashed and all the prices just drop, we scooping it up. And then, you know, we coming back in. Scoopity-doo. You know, and I'm going to be like, wait till Trump get in office and we get these taxes. (laughs) We going to be living. (laughs) Nah. But, uh, yeah, man, I would probably do something real selfish. Even though that probably is not the right thing to do. <laughs> but if I do if I do something big, if I try to tell the world, look, y'all, I know, folks is not going to believe me. I'm going to be on National Enquirer or something. You know, but I guess yeah. until I start, you know, predicting real stuff, like, yo, um, you know, Spurs sweeping LeBron <laughs> in, in the finals this year. Like, I'm telling y'all, you know. You slick guy, <laughs> you got you to, gotta, like, you got to predict things that are unpredictable. Like how they say Warren Buffett can always predict the trend of the stock market mm-hmm. and what's going to happen financially. Like you got to slick become one of them type people. Just have a couple instances where you are right on the money and then people will pay attention to you. And then once you figure that out, 
then it becomes a situation where you're like, you know what? Maybe we should listen to this guy. Because that's all I was thinking, man. Like, we watched, the, I was in training today, and we was they were talking about, you know, the Challenger uh, blowing up mm-hmm. and how people had the opportunity to stop it. But because of groupthink, uh, a lot of the people who had notions that the Challenger could blow up because the O-ring uh, would not sustain itself below freezing, it was like 29 degrees, and they called it. They said you shouldn't take off unless it's 53 degrees or higher. They blew it off. Challenger blows up. It's like a dark moment for people born in like the 60s because it was the first time that they were able to really see somebody from the United States who was just like them because they sent a school teacher up on the Challenger mm-hmm. that was going to be able to go to space. And so like when you think about a situation like that, it's like, man, you can go back and be like, look, y'all don't need to do this. Hey, real talk. Hey, real talk. (laughs) Y'all might not want to do this. Or if you could think about like when Katrina hit, if you could warn people, like them folks gonna send you to jail, bro. They're gonna be like, How you know that shit? This nigga (laughs) is clearly, (laughs) you know what I'm saying, involved with the weather. (laughs) Like, hey, Katrina coming. Like, yo. It's time to go. This ain't no warning. (laughs) Like, or fam, tell, you tell Bush, look, man, when this hurricane hit, don't be playing around. Go straight there, bro. Go straight <laughs> there. Let me go and tell you how this is going to play itself out, my G. You don't want us to hate you. Like, they going to do if you don't show up immediately. <laughs> and if you're going to fly you, over, bro, please land, bro. Please land in the city. Don't just fly over and look out the window. They going to crucify you for that. <laughs> Benghazi. <laughs> Yo, I can be the straight top presidential advisor. You feel me? Look, nah, let me tell you even, everything that's gonna happen. That. <laughs> let me go and let you know what's gonna happen. Hillary, before you get carried away, while you're not technically in office, don't you send them damn emails. Hey, don't send no emails. Look. Matter of fact, as soon as Obama get elected, I'm putting in. Look, you cannot use third party email systems on any of your devices. If you got a third party email, delete that shit. For delete real. all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Zero tolerance, like for real. Because you know, it's look, over. y'all y'all gonna mess the country up because y'all want to send emails. Like, come on now. Hmm. Yeah, it would be cool though to know the future. <laughs> yeah, man. Tell uh, tell Tom from MySpace when he really needs to get out. Look, man. Look. <laughs> you need to go on sale, my guy. Let me tell you what. This, let me tell you what's finna happen. Old people finna get on Facebook, and it's a wrap. It's a wrap because that just, that just opened up a whole new market for social media. Because now not only is it young people, it's everybody. Yeah, everybody you work with, everybody you see, everybody you know, everybody these, got a profile. And these little sparkle templates that you got <laughs> right now, they cool for the moment. We gonna have to transition somewhere else. So look, <laughs> this is what you need to do. You know how we got Tumblr now, right? You need to make an app called Instanate. <laughs> and what's going to happen is you just allow people to post pictures, right? And that's just, your profile. Just allow them to post pictures. Let them share what it is that they're doing, you know? Partner with Twitter. And, you know, you can make it all happen, man. <laughs> man, they're going to steal your idea. <laughs> and 
fucking runoff, and you still gonna be mad. You gonna be like, damn, I came to the past for this. <laughs> it's some old bullshit. <laughs> you gonna be in litigation <laughs> trying to sue them. Like the dude from the social network. Yeah, like the twins. <laughs> Y'all gonna be in court. Mad. <laughs> so mad. Like, why ain't just do this myself? Why I try to get somebody the idea? I ain't wanna go to school for the coding. <laughs> Did not wanna go learn this shit, man. What you had to do for my space. You know no older ain't no older people getting no you know, these little codes, putting them in the, you know, about me section. Nah, man. <laughs> trying to get a quiz up there. <laughs> Trying to get a trying to get a fire ass bulletin, bro. My, hey y'all, check out my bulletin, hey. y'all. <laughs> nah, MySpace was the truth, bro. Yeah, it was, man. I mean, I really and you really if you if we gonna be honest, MySpace then is slick better than Facebook now. I mean, I don't I don't know why we off MySpace, bro. To be honest, I mean, you know, stuff grow old. Like people just be like, we off that, so everybody just be off that. Like but I don't, yeah. I don't remember being on MySpace and being like, man, MySpace just ain't it no more. I just remember <laughs> it being like, okay, everybody on Facebook now. I mean, dang, I guess I don't need my I MySpace. We no moving, more. guys. Like I ain't see no problem with MySpace, you know. Cause bro, think about think about the possibilities of where MySpace could have went. MySpace allowed you to put songs like new music, whatever your favorite song was, whether it was the song of the day, song of the week, song of the month, whatever. So when people clicked on your profile, you know what they heard? Whatever song you wanted on there, bro. That's hard, bro. I mean, <laughs> like, that is hard. Think about that. You can't even, like, if I want to go on your IG page right now, bro, let's say, because one of your songs is one of my favorite songs. You already know. Let's say I go to your page and I hear you already know while I'm scrolling through your pictures. I'm like, damn, what song is this Alex got on his shit? I can go look. Now, I'm listening to your shit. I'm like, shit, let me put this shit on my shit. Think about how, like, bro, when you think about the MySpace era, think think about how many artists broke because their songs got catchy on MySpace. Their MySpace page got popping, and then these record execs was like, let's give this nigga an opportunity. Real talk. Like, I, I like you said, man. I don't know why we off MySpace, man. Right, it's just cause I don't know, bro. It's always just a new thing. It's a new thing. So now, some stuff, you know, I do believe goes obsolete. It's just like we don't need this no more, so we moving on to this. Yeah, like, like Bebo. Yeah, you know Bebo. You know, I I go visit my old Bebo. Man, I was looking at my Bebo, man. Maybe like in the past <laughs> year, looking at my messages. Oh bro. my gosh, <laughs> it's like, bro, if folks think I'm an asshole now. I was so mean to girls like bro. <laughs> I was like number one a hole, bro. But but swore I was cool. But oh. it, it was just funny looking at that. But yeah, like Bebo is, is done, man. It's done. You get to the point where you like, man, I'm cool as hell now. And then you get to looking back. Like I went to my like you said, bro. I went back to my old Bebo maybe like a year and a half, two years ago. I was like, bro, why didn't nobody tell me I was corny as hell? I mean, I still may be corny, but I mean, shit. Why, why didn't nobody tell me how lame it was that I was coming across? See, but it probably didn't come across as lame as we think it did. You know? Because Cause back then, that's time. what we was on. Yeah. Like, you know. But yeah, like Bebo, it's obsolete. It's just, it's no reason for it. I mean, if you got MySpace, what you really need a Bebo for? What you need a Bebo for, man? You know, MySpace do like, everything. Black Planet. Bebo. 
you know, that's like Black Planet is like right before my time. It's like right before my time. Like I remember my brother being on there. I was like, nah, it's right before my time. Shit, Black Planet before my time too. But that was back when young niggas would just make a profile on anything. <laughs> <laughs> niggas was making profiles on everything. Bro. And on, and log in one time. Log in one time and just be like, yeah, y'all can follow me on Black. You remember uh, what was that shit? Uh, Blackberry. It was like BBM. Blackberry Mobile. Uh, I do, I do know what you're talking about, but I never had and a Blackberry. So, like it, 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 like well, Blackberry has set it up to where like you can have access to. I ain't never get this shit, but mm-hmm. if you like downloaded some shit, you can have access to it. And then it switched over to Kick. Mm-hmm. I ain't oh, never get into that shit neither. Okay, yeah, I do remember BBM. I didn't know that. That's what Kick came from. I didn't know that. Yeah, but it all started with the OG, you feel me? Uh, MSN Instant Messenger. MSN Messenger. Nigga said MSN Messenger. Nigga, <laughs> if you weren't no AIM. AIM was cool, too. And I had a little stint on Yahoo Messenger, you feel me? Yahoo Messenger. Boy, if you go back and look at your... I, I ain't even gonna look at it. Bro, look at your Yahoo Messenger. I ain't even gonna look at it. You'd be like, bro, I was a wild young bro. nigga fool. <laughs> Some stuff just be cringe, bro. I'll be like, bro, I don't even want to think about the past. I just want to remember like, the past like I remember it. <laughs> I don't want to look like, at the real past. Like, bro, I don't even want to get famous because, fool, if somebody hack into this shit. Nah, it's whatever. It's whatever. And release all my <laughs> shit, I'm going to just be like, damn, bro, this shit trash. <laughs> it's like if I ever got famous, I would, first of all, the, the moment I even think I'm getting famous, I'm deleting all my shit. <laughs> I'm going all new. Mainly, I'm deleting my Twitter. Only because I don't know what I tweeted when I first got on Twitter. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? All these celebrities, they get caught up. They'll find some tweet from 2012 and, you know, they saying the most disrespectful shit ever. And the celeb probably don't even remember that, you know, and then folks want to crucify him for it. Oh, yeah. So that's oh. the first thing I'm going to do. Or I may just, you know, stand on it like, man, if y'all leave me alone. <laughs> Nigga, I was eight. <laughs> <laughs> I had no business. Being on any type of social media at all. Nah, man. I remember my first tweets. First tweets was lit. It was it was great. <laughs> when I first joined Twitter, I'm like, dog, this this is great. Old Twitter, bro. Old Twitter was the shit. Then all you new niggas got on Twitter and messed it up. Now everybody got a damn thing. That's what I want. That's what I want to really talk about, bro. Like, I know <laughs> it's new, it. but so Triple X died yesterday, y'all. We recording on what's today? Tuesday. Yeah. Triple X died yesterday, Monday. Rest in peace to XXX Tanacion. That's fucked up, man. Bro, people was on. They was on the net wilding. Like that's what they do. <laughs> but it's tough though. I mean, it's like. No, nah, it ain't tough. No, you I'm can't saying... switch death on nobody, bro. See, see, it's like, <laughs> like it's like look, it's like look, bro. It's like look, bro. If R. Kelly died today, if R. Kelly died today, hypothetically speaking, obviously, not wishing death on anyone. But if he died today, do you know what social media is going to be like? It's going to be the same. You're going to have half of social media like, bruh, you know, this was a man. This man died. All y'all focusing on the negative. He did great things. He helped people get through, through his music, through his talent. Let that man rest in peace. You also gonna have plenty of other people saying, "Yeah, forget R. Kelly. He was a I'm you know, yeah. I'm glad he died. He was a child predator. He was a 
pedophile. You know, he molested young children. You know, apparently got women in a dungeon. You feel me? I mean, that's just what it's going to be. Now, you know, Triple X, he obviously got a lot of bad press on him. You know, got charges against him. I mean, you know, allegations that are pretty much known to be, for most people, most people accept that it's fact. Like, they don't yeah. even accept that it's allegation. So, I mean, when somebody like that dies, you know, it's always going to be split. It's going to be split. And I honestly, everybody got a different way of thinking about it, and I don't think that anybody is right or wrong. Like, if you're saying, like, yo, um, don't wish death on somebody. I mean, I don't think you should wish death on somebody. But, you know, some people be like, yo, this person is so awful. I mean, if they die, I don't care. Like, they did awful things, so forget them. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know if I – it's like I don't agree with you, but I don't know if I could be mad at you for thinking that, if that's just something you really against. Nah, fool. You know, I can't. I can't it, be mad at you. Death. I don't agree with it. I, I can't be mad at it. I just want that to be clear. I don't agree All with I'm, it. What I'm saying is it's a lot of power in the tongue, whether you're a religious person or not. It's a lot of power in the tongue. Whatever you say, whatever you do, whether you believe in God or karma or the spirit of the universe, what you do comes back to you. Wishing death on somebody solely because of what your interpretation of what it is that they've done. That's not, that's God. When you get for me, cause I'm a Christian, when you get to the pearly gates, God not going to be like, I mean, I understand you feel me. You weren't really rocking with what dude was saying. So, I see why you wish death on him. No. He gonna be like, why did you not take the opportunity to not say anything? Like, that, that's my only my only beef with accepting what people feeling this way is you are not forced to speak or say anything on the matter, right? You have that opportunity. You have that choice. So for me, it's like, if you feel like Triple X deserved to die and you hope he burned in hell and all of that stuff. That's your feeling. That don't mean you got to tell the world because when you put that out there, now you open yourself up for judgments. Like Jadena put it perfectly in my opinion. He said, for the record, I was never in support of his ways, especially his domestic abuse, which I found to be horrific. But I will never demonize an individual without criticizing the society and or circumstance in which they were raised, especially someone under the age of 21. For those who are so woke that their compassion is asleep, remember this. If Malcolm X, formerly Malcolm Little, was killed at the age of 20, he would have died an abuser, a thief, an addict, and a narrow-minded, depressed, and violent criminal. So I believe in change for the young. My point here is not to equate Malcolm X with Triple uh, X, but to point out that the young kid lost his life and he could have evolved into something greater. I do believe karma was at work, however, so I pray that the men heed this warning and that they revere women more than any generation before us. So he was able to say, don't demonize this man in his death because... Whatever he did, he has to answer for it. When you go online talking about why are y'all talking about rest in peace for the he lost his life. And the person who they was capping for the most, uh, they was his uh pregnant uh ex-girlfriend 
who the domestic violence case was on, she came out and said, it's disgusting that people are speaking for me. I do not care if no one ever cared about me however many months ago. I didn't lose my life. He did. It's permanent. And I'm still here. Like, how do you think that makes me feel? Everyone expecting me to be relieved or happy? No, I am broken. I know a lot of y'all don't rock with me, but this isn't about me. Just please stop tagging me in the disrespectful threads and the arguments. I honestly do not care for any of that hype. I lost someone really close to me. Please leave me alone. So this person that everybody is using to justify them saying he deserved to die is literally saying she lost somebody that she loved and she cared about, and she's not here for the disrespect or the arguments on her behalf. So it's like, what? Y'all mad at him. It's like, I don't know, man. <laughs> I just have never seen people in real time decide to be so hateful because somebody lost their life. And it, like, I saw another, you know, little think piece where it was like, Hitler dies. Are we going to be like, rest in peace to Hitler? Because, I mean, yeah, he did some messed up stuff, but he still lost his life. No. Muggs, Muggs is not just going to be like, man, rest in peace to Hitler. But the the logic still remains the same. If you wish death on somebody, regardless of the situation, based upon my beliefs, this is my beliefs. If you wish death on somebody, it's a bad, it's a bad investment in karma. I can so agree with that. You just, if you don't like the Hitler situation, Hitler dies today, and everybody is talking about, oh, I'm so glad Hitler is dead. All of this other stuff. It's like, I'm not going to speak on it. Like J. Cole said in uh, High for Hours. It's like, after they killed uh, they killed Saddam Hussein, I think it was. Or some of them, like one of them. And after he was listening to white ladies cheer, like LeBron had won the championship. And he was like, are y'all for real? I thought it was thou should not kill. And it's like, even though these people did these horrific things, they still lost their lives. Regardless of the demons or the evil people that others become, that person still had a mother. That person still had a father. Potentially had children. Potentially had loved ones. And whether they agreed with what they did or they disagreed with what they did, they still meant something to them. You know what I mean? Like, that was still a part of their family. And that, that person is gone. So... I mean, like I said, like I said, I can't, I agree with you. You know, I think that wishing death on someone is, you know, something that you shouldn't do. See, but here go the thing. And going back to R. Kelly, for example, some people would say that R. Kelly is like a detriment to society. Mm -hmm. You know, that someone like him, the way they live their life is, you know, like I said, it's a, it's a detriment to everyone, you know, except that person. You know, they believe that the world is a better place with a person like that no longer roaming the earth. So if somebody like that dies, going, you know, aligning with Hitler or 
the example you said, well, you said Hitler and also, you know, Osama bin Laden. They believe that with this person now being off of Earth, that, you know, we are all better for it. So they like shit. I'm glad they're dead, you know, because we're better off for it. Now, like I said, I don't agree with, you know, wishing death like, you know, I wish this person was dead. But for somebody to use the logic that I just stated and, and that being their justification for saying, yeah, I'm glad that they're dead. I mean, it's. It, it has it has it has reasonable backing. I don't agree with it, but it has reasonable backing. I can get with that, you know. But yeah, I do agree with what you said. But for some people, it's just like, man, forget them, you know. Now this dude, I mean, it's like, come on, bro. This my whole thing is this a young man. This a young man. Like that's just what got me tripping. Like whenever just somebody young die, especially somebody young, and you know, I don't. I mean, I would I would assume that he's black. I don't know. You know, it's got to be very specific for me. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> we, we know how you feel about yeah. the in-between. Yeah. You know, y'all, y'all not me. But, you know, moving forward, you know, to see that, because then, you know, that's when you can see yourself. Like You can see yourself just out in your car, you know, and uh, you don't know. You don't know what's going to happen, man. And it really don't matter what you've done to me because you still like uh, Jadena. You were just reading his quote. Mm-hmm. You know, you're still young. Um, you know, we talk about, you know, you can die, be a hero and live long enough to see yourself become a villain. But it's like, you know, if you starting as a villain, you know, you'll, you need that time to grow. Yeah. So it's just unfortunate, man. See, but uh, a thing about Twitter though, I feel like it's like, uh, you know, it's not a 50, 50 split. It's like maybe like 10%, 10 to 15% of people like, you know, I'm, I'm glad he did. Then like the other eighty five percent is like, why y'all wishing death? You know, I feel like it's it's majority people reacting to the small minority of people who are wishing death. I feel like most people are not wishing death, but it's always gonna be people who going against the grain. It don't matter what it is. Folks gonna make jokes about it. I mean, this is America, and this is online where people you know are just way way too comfortable saying whatever they want to say. You know. And because they can't feel that immediate repercussion as if you were in a room saying it and people got to look at you and be like, dog, what are you talking about? Yeah. R.I.P., man. Yeah, man. R.I.P. to XXX Tanacion. Now, once again, we, we, we do not condone nor support some of the things he was accused of. Uh, some of the actions that he owned up to, but it's like I stated yesterday, man. He was a young man who who seemed, whether it was for public purposes or genuine, and it's, it it came off as genuine to me, you know. He was trying to change. Yeah, a lot of people had a lot of positive things to say about him. Like obviously, there's the negative, but people, a lot of people were saying, you know, he was turning that corner, you know, trying to put out positivity into the world. Yeah. Which I hope people just, and especially just our, our music industry in general, and especially our genre of hip hop, like it needs to be more positivity. Like, like we, you can say all you want that the music is not very influential on our youth, but I mean, it is, I mean, it's just the fact of the matter. Um, Yeah. But, yeah, man. 
Damn, man. All right. So you want to get into uh, the music that yeah. we've uh, missed out on? Yeah, man. It's been uh, it's been a crazy June, and we not even halfway through. Oh, I guess we are. <laughs> I guess we're on the second half. Yeah. What's what's the what's the last project that we discussed? Uh, like we talked about, we talked about. Um, I want to say it was Ye. Yeah, we talked about Ye. Cause I said it was hot garbage. Yeah. Which I stand by. No, it ain't garbage, man. It ain't garbage, but it ain't great though. I mean, when it's only seven tracks, if you only like what two out of seven. It's garbage. Yeah, it ain't good. <laughs> I mean, Kanye just can't rap no more, bro. To me. To me, it's like, lyrically, I'm just especially done with this man. Like, I don't think he ever gonna drop another verse that I'm like, damn. And even those verses that he did drop, that was like that. It's For a fact, he probably didn't write it. Yeah. But, um, you know, with the Cuddy release, you know, at least, I feel like, you know, we got a little bit of vintage Cuddy coming out. Um, now I've never been a Cuddy fan. I've just kind of, I kind of like his chemistry with Kanye and you mm-hmm. know the music they've done. But I never could really get into a lot of Cuddy solo music. But um, you know their uh, project together, I I liked it. I enjoyed it. It was it was to me it was a little bit more polished than Ye. Um, looks like they yeah. probably was working on that. Maybe probably a little bit longer than the songs that Kanye made for Ye. But uh, you know it was straight. Once again, not great. Uh, you know, not one, not a memorable thing that I'm gonna like be bumping forever. But uh, it was straight though. Kids see ghosts. Kids see ghosts sometimes. Spirit. I'm not a. I'm not. I'm not a fan of kids see ghosts, man. I liked like like on the Kanye project. I like maybe two or three songs. Other than that, man, I'm not a of the good music releases. It's not it for me. <laughs> that ain't it, Chief. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. I mean, I can't. I respect that. Like, and it's not even on no Kanye hate thing because I know we had a big. Maybe like a month and a half ago where we, you know, did that big spiel on whether or not we were. Um, Kanye was canceled and all of this stuff. Yeah. And like I've read a couple of articles where they talk about how since Kanye has come out and confirmed that he's bipolar, how the writings have been on the wall for a very long time. Like if you look up the definition of bipolar, he's literally shown textbook signs of every you know major sign mm-hmm. so it's like i don't know if i'm still gonna hold kanye accountable for what he said but it's like now i have to be i gotta keep that same energy right mm-hmm. like if somebody that i know is uh mentally unstable if they say something, am I gonna keep that same energy with them? Uh, no. I mean, I feel like that's been my whole thing with Kanye. I know, I know that this man just, you know, he just go off the rail. 
you know? And I know sometimes he say a lot of stuff that probably, you know, <laughs> like it, it's, it's not what he truly means. That's why I, I, mean, I don't want to rehash it, but, you know, previously I just talked about, um, you know, the moment he said that, like I immediately was like, mm, you know, like I don't, I don't think that's what he meant to say. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that came out bad and I don't really think that's what he meant. And that could just be me caping, or it could just be me saying, like, yo, this dude has a history of just saying a whole bunch of stuff that I'm pretty sure he don't mean. But, you know, going back to something you said before, uh, and something that I, I think is said from a lot of people, you know, we can't go off what, you know, we think you meant. You know, we got to go off what you say. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? See, but, I mean, and people can go off that. See, but I don't go off that. Like, I'm going I'm to go off what you <laughs> meant. Like, I'm, I'm going to go off what you meant to say. Like, I'm going to go off your intention because sometimes the way things are conveyed it, it get misconstrued so much bro and i know it get misconstrued with me a lot of times like a lot of times i say stuff that like i mean it one way and then people take it a completely other way and i'd be like damn like that's not even what i meant like i have to i, I feel like i have to explain so much because maybe i'm just not the best at conveying what i'm really trying to say so and so i wouldn't want somebody to just go with like no nah, i mean that's what you said though when I when I tell you, okay, I know I said that, but this kind of what I meant, you know, it, I, it just came out wrong. I don't want niggas to be like, no, 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 <laughs> you said that. Like, nah, nigga, like, you know, I, I, I can make a mistake. You know, I can misspeak. You feel me? True. Um, you can make a mistake. And and I, I mean, mistakes, the only issue I have with saying I'm going to go, I'm going to operate off of what they meant is it's a cop out like and I'm not saying Kanye's using his bipolarness as a cop out to get away with saying what the fuck he wants to say because at the end of the day I was upset with what Kanye said because Kanye chose not to be informed on what it was that he was actually talking about that was a choice mm -hmm. that had nothing to, in my opinion that had nothing to do with his bipolarism but now that I am aware that he suffers from these issues, now I I can't view those in the same lenses. Because, I mean, I don't know if you've ever uh, worked with or been around someone who suffers from bipolar disorder, but they can literally just be completely, perfectly fine for an extended period of time, and then it just switches. And it's like, can I really hold him accountable if that switch? Because the more I look back at that TMZ situation in the in the context of him being someone who suffers from bipolar disorder, it looked like it was an episode. It's it 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 comes across like it's an episode. I'm not being a Kanye apologist. I'm not, you know, saying what he said was okay and how he acted was okay. I mean, you just but calling looking, it like you see it, bro. I'm looking know? at, the, I, but I'm looking at the the situation for exactly what it is. Now that we have more information, I would I would be ignorant to continue to act and treat it as if it was a normal situation, knowing that he suffers from it. Because that entire, I think we said it on on the podcast, like that entire situation did not seem normal. Agreed. So. 
going back to uh the good music releases i don't know how do we even get on the kanye i mean i guess we was talking about kanye well because because initially when i first listened to kids see ghost and yay uh i didn't listen to i didn't listen i didn't stream them mm-hmm. i listened to like streams of oh. somebody else stream <laughs> stream other stream <laughs> because you know i wasn't i wasn't supporting kanye I, kanye was canceled i was not trying to do any of that we got to the point where it was like whether we got 25 listeners or 2500 listeners i feel like if people tune in to us every week and they enjoy hearing our takes and things on it I have a responsibility to to listen to to listen Man, to this. get get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> I mean, that's just me being real. Like what it looks like. That's you like, being real. <laughs> like what does it look like? This man's you coming in. This man saying, yeah, I got a I got a what you just say, nigga, I got a responsibility to bump that new yay. You feel me? But I, really I, I didn't don't even like want to do it. <laughs> I don't like it. But what happens when you I like so let's talk about these good music uh releases and I'm like nah bro. You be like nah bro, you talk about it. I ain't <laughs> nah, I, I ain't bumping yay, bro. He canceled. And I'm gonna be like, shoot, I never canceled him. You can you can look mine up. You can look mine up day one. That's uh, you know. But uh, So I did but I, I did I ended up stre- I streamed uh KSC Ghost once. Um Cause yay, I could just listen to that uh, that initial stream that somebody else did several times, and they just would have got credit for it. So that's what I did. I did stream Kissy Ghost because the stream for it went down, like you couldn't go back and listen to the little stream somebody else did. So I was like, let me go ahead and stream this again. Still didn't sound any better to me. <laughs> so there's that. Uh, then it comes to the reason why I wanted to talk a little about. A little bit about Kanye's because all of these good music releases are products of Kanye. So it's like if we, if I'm somebody who's saying Kanye is canceled, should those two Kanye projects have just been canceled, or Daytona and Nazir are those also canceled? I mean, I feel like I feel like if somebody is, if you really truly. you know, care about what Kanye said and it, it deeply offended you. And if you, if you say, I don't want to support this person anymore, if it was really that important to you, then you know that you cannot support Daytona. You cannot support Nazir. You can't support, you can't support a project that is fully produced by Kanye. Like I can understand if like, okay, it's, it's good music. Um, you know, Kanye is a producer. He maybe did one or two songs. We talking about, I mean, these are pretty much, you know, Kanye and such and such project. Like it's a, like, or at least that's how I look at it. Like when I think about Daytona, I'm going to think about Pusha T and Kanye, you know, True. Nazir. I'm so, going to be like, yeah, this, the, this, the Kanye Nas album. You feel yeah. me? Yeah. So now with that being said, I am going to have to publicly <laughs> recant my statement oh my about gosh. canceling Kanye <laughs> now, but, but let me tell you why. Cause it's twofold. Yeah. Let me hear this. The first fold is if it's not just Kanye music, if it's Kanye produced music, I can't listen to some of my some of my most favorite yay. See, but here goes the thing. Like, when it comes to the past, when it comes to the past, though, I feel like you have to let the past be the past. I feel see, like when you and I talked about separating an artist from the artistry, I was very adamant <laughs> in saying that <laughs> 
if you if regardless if you say that this person is canceled, you can't listen to their old shit because they still get credit for their old shit, and you can't you can't you can't stream none of their new shit. So it's like if I'm a if I'm a call a spade a spade, I gotta come out and be like, nah, fool. Clearly, uh, I was not fully sold on myself when I said that I was canceling Kanye. And you know, I, I feel like I'm real enough to to take that. If, if motherfucker don't fuck with it, then I mean they just don't fuck with it. I'm I'm not gonna continue to be you know quote unquote fake outraged if if I don't feel like in hindsight the canceling is really. You can grow, bro. You can grow. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can say, look, man, maybe I jumped the gun on the cancellation. You know, I've had time. I've thought this over. Yeah. Um, and I now mean, he's still, uncanceled. Now, he's <laughs> uncanceled, right? But it's still fuck Kanye. Hey, man. Now, let's not confuse it. It's still fuck Kanye. But, <laughs> but he's not canceled. From my point of view, this is for me. He's not canceled because... I mean, that Nasira album is fire. <laughs> Man, you know what? You know, I like I like the Nas project. And you know, I like Nas. I'm not just the hugest Nas fan though, you know. I you know, I I'm a real nigga, so I'll admit that I've never heard Illmatic in my life. You feel me? I've never heard Stillmatic. I don't think I've the only Nas album I think I've heard in full is Life is Good. <laughs> you know. <laughs> So I can't say I'm a huge Nas fan, but, you know, I do respect him for his prominence in the rap game. Some people would say that I don't respect him because I have not heard those projects. But it's a lot of projects I ain't heard. Um, but, you know, the new Nas is straight. I don't I don't know if it's, like, great, though. Like, you said it was fire. I wouldn't say it's fire. But maybe I need to bump it a little bit more. But, you know. Nas, sometimes Nas be having some cringeworthy bars, bro. I'd be like, bro, he should have not even said that. Like, like he be too, he be too great to say some of the stuff he be saying. So what did he say? Bro, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to listen to it again. I'm gonna have to listen to it again because I can't give you no direct quotes. I wish I could, but uh, he said some stuff that I was just like, man, unacceptable. If you, if you are great. I mean, I can see. I can see where uh And it's Nas canceled. I mean, damn. I mean, what's up? Now see I mean that's on some completely different shit. I'm like, <laughs> so y'all support Nas now? Like I thought that nigga was done. This is where this is where I have questions regarding the the rules and regulations of canceling niggas. <laughs> Cause it's like Nas, we were canceling Nas because they said he used to beat Khalees. But Khalees came out and said Nas did not used to beat her. He just, Khalees came out and said that they used to fight each other. So it wasn't like he just would come home and beat on her and shit. It was like they would get into it and them folks would just get the jacket. Is that is that still unacceptable or I mean, you know, it's like if Chris Brown is not canceled, then we can't cancel Nas. True. Like, you know, the Chris Brown thing was uh But folks canceled Chris Brown. They did. But I mean he back though. But it did it did kill his career though. 
folks canceled Chris Brown, and we know for a fact that was a I mean, fight. I canceled him. I was like, he hurt my baby. No. No. And any girl that you see even bring up Chris Brown, I'm like, bro, don't even bring that nigga name up. <laughs> I can't even believe he did that to my to my bae. I should kill that nigga. No, I was whoa. just playing. Whoa, 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 <laughs> I wish, I wish whoa. he was dead. Whoa. He better off dead, off the earth. <laughs> let, let, let's not play like that, AC901. <laughs> no, man. No, man. I'm tired of being correct. No, I'm just playing. But that's that's how these folks be on Twitter, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, that's definitely a Twitter take in real time. That wasn't even no take. I was just reading my timeline. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what y'all niggas say every day. Hey, that John, hey, when when that when that news broke though, bro, I don't know, bro. That hurt me. I'm it kind of shook me up. I'm sure it shook a lot of people up. Cause the first thing I saw, I ain't see no tweet. I ain't see the first thing I saw was the video. Like I ain't see nothing beforehand, but all I saw was the video of him in the car, folks surrounding him, and he just you know laid out. And and the caption for the video was just like, you know, Triple X got caught lacking. And so something disrespectful. But I don't think at the time it was, you know, that he had died. I'm like, I really didn't know what was wrong. And then for that to escalate to this man is dead, I'm like, damn. This shit crazy. I don't know, bro. It's rough, bro. And you've been seeing a lot of people react to it. I saw, oh, yeah. I saw, I saw uh, our guy, Takashi. He was like, shoot, man, I got <laughs> I gotta quit trolling, bro. <laughs> Somebody tweeted. Uh, this nigga Takashi in the comments like, oh, they shooting for real. <laughs> he said, bro, I got to quit trolling. He was like, bro, this dude wasn't even trolling. Bro. <laughs> and I'm out here doing the most. Did you see the screenshot? Did you see what Young Thug said? No, I didn't see I don't. <laughs> oh, man. It was like, he was like, wake up, nigga. <laughs> and everybody was like. Damn, y'all, so y'all just gonna scroll by Thug not knowing that this nigga dead? <laughs> Dang. Maybe maybe he was uh, hurt, bro. Maybe he was just hurt. He was like, wake up, bro. You know, like, you know. Just just like some folks might be like, pick up your phone, bro. When they know you gone. Because they, they, you know, grieving. I don't know. Whack 100 on Triple X's death. No R.I.P. for a woman beater. Damn, that, bro. That, that's a headline for you. Like, I just don't. Oh, here's here's the here's here it is for everyone who keeps putting up R.I.P. for this guy. He was shot and killed, and yes, that's sad. However, he was also on trial for brutality. For oh, I'm sorry, on trial for brutally beating the. S out of a very pregnant girlfriend till she went blind in one eye. So no, I can't say this one. I can't say this is one guy I will be given an RIP for. And you know, and you know, Nate, like I said, and I'm I don't even I'm sorry we went back to this, but like I said, I don't I don't think uh you should wish death, but I I, I if if whack one hundred feel this way, I cannot be like, man. It's like I could be like I disagree, but I can see how you feel that way. Given given all those facts. Like, I don't know. But we ain't gotta rehash this. I think there's a difference between wishing death on somebody and not wanting to wish them I can well arrest. You're right. I guess. You're right. 
that's the case. But I still feel like, you know, everybody deserves to rest, you know, rest in peace. You know, his family don't deserve that. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, like they, you just you don't speak ill of the dead. I yeah. mean, I don't know about where other people come from, but in the country, like that's what they tell you. Like, God bless the dead. Don't we don't speak ill on the dead because they can't speak you know, back, bro. They it's can't like, speak back, so and if they're up. dead, they're already being judged. You know, it's not my place to judge that person anymore. They 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 pass on, and now they can get the real judgment. And what happens when these people who saying, uh, "fuck triple X" and triple X deserve to die and all this stuff? What happens when Jesus come back? If we go, if we all go to heaven and we walk in there and triple X in there, what happens then? So they go, they go get mad at God. Man, I can't believe you let this nigga. <laughs> <laughs> like, what what's gonna happen? Y'all gonna get mad at God? God gonna say, "Now, now, it was actually on pretty good terms." <laughs> y'all didn't know, so I was pretty upset with you on that that tweet you tweeted out. I was expecting more from you, my child. <laughs> my bad, God. <laughs> I was just so mad. I mean, he's just been canceled. <laughs> you know what it's like when folks get canceled, right, God? Uh, no. Cause I forgive all, <laughs> so I don't cancel anybody. I, I forgive them. <laughs> but a couple of my children have chosen to cancel me several times. <laughs> then they need something, and lo and behold, here I am, right back in my mentions. <laughs> you feel me? By the bedside in my mentions. <laughs> Yo, man, man. like just was curving me, this. straight curving me. I was trying to get in their life. I'm sending all these people in their life. Just curving me left and right. Nah. But when how, they, how you they they super hotel. How you gonna believe in a God that the white man who enslaved you for four hundred years told you this is your savior? What was your God then? What was your God when your people were in bondage? And God just sitting there looking at them like So y'all really gonna act like Y'all really gonna act like I went there? Y'all must didn't read the Bible or something. Like, was did you miss the whole part where I delivered the the Egyptians, that I delivered the people from Egypt out of out of bondage? They were slaves. They wandered around for forty years and for forty years because they couldn't get it right. They couldn't just listen. Couldn't then just they, listen, bro. Could have been done. Could have been done. But y'all walking in circles for forty years. I mean. <laughs> Then y'all stubborn. finally decide to listen. I let y'all make it to the mountaintop. And what y'all do? Mess it up. But you know me, typical t- me, typical God. You know, I forgave you. I, I ain't cancel y'all. Actually, God did cancel the earth when, at one point. He was like, "Yo, yeah. all y'all cancel. I'm just finna flood it like, in." I'm tired of y'all. Matter of fact, Noah, cancel. get your get your get get your man, Noah. Get your, get your, get your folks. Him. Get your family. <laughs> Get these animals, cause I'm finna cancel all this. I'm finna get rid of all of this, cause they think I'm playing. <laughs> these folks have lost their mind. <laughs> he said, "Typical God, <laughs> me and him. That's my God." What I do? <laughs> I I didn't cancel y'all. Never, y'all was wilder. They never canceled us, bro. That's why I be like, bro, I'm like folks do. Like I'm just, and like you said, it's just best that you just don't even speak on it. 
Like, you don't have to publicly speak on it. Like, you can have your opinion. And I guess, you know, some people, it's like, yo, if that's how you feel, then you should be able to say it, you know. But it's just like, like you say, out of respect, I'm just not going to speak on it. Yeah. Somebody who has passed away. And also, and going back, also just somebody so young. That's just what get me. You know? 20 years old, man. Like, everybody, like, mostly everybody that lost somebody that's young and close to them. And here goes another thing about being black. I just feel like everybody has lost somebody to gun violence, bro. It's like, I don't, like, that's not, that's not normal. Like, that's not like, that shouldn't be a normal thing. Like, I feel like if I go ask my white friends, yo, have you ever had a close friend or just, just a friend that you lost to gunfire, like to a gunshot? I just feel like most of them, that's not going to be the case. Like, it's not supposed to be the case, but I guarantee you, bro. I mean, I can go speak to, go find 10 random black people, at least probably seven of them going to say, yeah, I've lost somebody close to me to gunfire. Yep. You know, to a to a bullet. A, a random act of violence. And it's just like, what? Sure. What what will it take, you know? <laughs> who who knows, bro? Like, when we when we really going to stop killing each other, bro? Like, when are we really going to be like, yo, let's, like, not do that? I guess folks have been killing each other since the beginning of time. I don't have the crime rates, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, ain't no way it could be as high, you know, obviously with all the guns that we have that are just life takers, you feel me? Yeah. Uh, but I don't know, man. That's a good question. I mean, Nas said the 40 was designed, the 40 Glock was designed to kill niggas. Man, he, he, uh... You might be on the sun right there. I'm just still I'm just reporting news, man. I am just reporting what Nasir Godson said, man. Like, Nasty Nas. Yeah, but Nas, I, I think he projected to um projected to sell seventy K first week. Damn. 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 Seventy to eighty. You want to know? Mean, you want to know what Beyonce and Jay Z projected to drop? Just guess. I'm not really sure because it just showed up on Apple Music Friday. Like yesterday. No, not yesterday. It wasn't. On oh Apple yeah, on Music. Apple Music. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, that was yesterday. I think. I thought you were just talking about the release, but you know they always do little early projections. Oh yeah. Right now. Right now. Beyonce and Jay Z are sitting at one fifteen to one twenty five. Already. See, but that that's that's the first week projection. Like that's that's the weekly projection. So that's what they're projected oh. to do. So hey man, you know, records ain't selling like that. If that's the case. Yeah, but what they streams gonna be? Cause them them gotta be physical and digital downloads. But what's the streams? I don't know. Well, I mean, we'll have the official numbers by Friday. See, that's the only down, like, because my sister was trying to argue with me this weekend. I don't really feel like Beyonce and Jay-Z took, I don't feel like they took Nas Shine. Hmm. Because, I mean. To me, it's two different markets. Like, it's two different we, Yeah, like, if we can get a buck, your, your mainstream normal conscious rap fan is not gonna just clamor for Nas. Especially amidst everything that's going on with 
Kanye and all of that stuff. Nas is going to have his fans, though, because, like, I've, I've been looking forward to this Nas album. So, I mean, and then, you know, Nas, he gained a lot of new fans with his features on DJ Khaled albums and shit as of late. But it's like, like you said, they, not, they weren't going after the same market. And Beyonce is, when Beyonce dropped, Beyonce going to drop. Her fan, like, Beyonce could have dropped on a Tuesday at 7.45 a.m. Her fans were still going, you feel me? I mean. <laughs> Turn up. It's a wrap. So. Yeah, they have them straight, though. I listened to it. I've only heard it one time. Uh, Beyonce and Jay-Z? Yeah. Upon first listen, I was like, bro, this shit finna be overhyped. Like they people are really gonna they really gonna gas this album. But I've listened to it like three or four times since. And it's really good. It's it's an album that I feel like you got it gotta grow on you. Like how four 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 was good initially, but it had to grow on us, right? Mm-hmm. I think this is gonna be the same way. I think people it's a lot of quotables here. Uh, a lot of shots too, surprisingly. You know, Man, that's all them niggas do. You know, <laughs> Jay Z the subliminal king. You know, like Drake, like the, the prince. You feel sub, me? Sub, like, sub, you sub. Know, <laughs> the the prince of the subs, but Jay Z is king of it. Cause Jay Z oh, yeah. will sub you and like try to kill you <laughs> with that sub. You know? Yeah. Like damn. And Jay Z and Jay Z will tell your ass with the quickness. The rest of you niggas get half a bar. <laughs> like real talk I remember when he did the rap city the basement freestyle and he was like uh, real niggas respected fake niggas won't be because they know that's the only way we ever gonna speak I said yeah he knows he's the king of subs <laughs> <laughs> he's not gonna talk to you niggas directly that is not something that he's going to do that is he's not finna do that you know, that's where uh, that's where Drake get it from man I mean, if we remember correctly, all of you Drake fans who like, you know, Drake and Hove had, uh, they had beef and all of this, that, and the third, but Drake told us that the only motivation that he had as a young nigga to get into, try to break into American rap was Fade to Black. He said using Fade to Black as a nigga's only motivation. Nigga, sometimes your idols become your rivals. <laughs> but you gotta, you gotta be great for something like that to happen. Yeah, I mean, at the, at the end of the day, and we can, I mean, we can go ahead and transition into Drake. You are hiding a child. <laughs> and you, you talk are a, hiding. You talking about a you child. upset? <laughs> yeah. I want to see what it's like when you mad then. <laughs> I know folks said Drake broke the in case of emergency glass and was like, let me, let me, let me go get my homies from the grassy. Let's bring back the nostalgia. I was like, man, this shit crazy. To me, it's just like, I don't know. Like, uh, I mean, I guess the video did nothing for me. It's like the, the song ain't really do much for me. Then you got a video that don't do nothing for me at all. If we keeping it a buck, I've never known somebody to go through a 
a situation like what Drake is going through, release a song like that and it completely contradict everything that's going on. Like the hook is literally I will never go 50-50 with a hoe. Hey, I mean, that's I mean, it kind of go along with everything though. He, I mean, he ain't he ain't put it out that he going 50-50. He letting y'all know. I'm, I'm, I mean, like all that had it done what if he be like bro that ain't even real <laughs> you know what i'm saying he ain't, he ain't saying nothing they said so reports are coming out that this the response is on the album i don't believe it but i don't care no more even if it's on the album i don't care no more bro we waited four days nigga where you at no i mean it's all good if he drop it then the beef right back on like it's nothing they, nah, they not gonna do Drake like they did me. You know, me dropped the hard, something hard before it's like it's done. You know, Drake drop is just, you know, he dropped. And folks gonna listen and, and respect it. Whatever it takes, man. Drake knows he can make it through. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's still going to outsell the game. He's definitely. He's going to outsell the game solely off the fact I'm upset. Nice for what? They already on the album. So it's like, I mean, what you expect? I can't wait to hear it, though. I mean, it's going to be. Because Drake, he normally drops music that I can kind of listen to for a little minute. Like it's yeah. all, it'd be select few artists now that can really make it out of like, um, you know, that quick little cycle where I might bump you for a little minute, but then I just go back to the stuff that I kind of want to hear forever. And see, for me, Drake is like an opposite artist to me. Like Drake, and it's gonna sound pretty blasphemous, especially coming from me. It ain't but, blasphemous because we ain't talking about Jesus. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> True, true, true. Very true. Uh, <laughs> this, nigga, this nigga Ryan Clark said that to Stephen A. Smith one time. She was hilarious. That is the truth, though. Because <laughs> I heard somebody talk about that the other day. It's like we speak about people as if they, if they're gods. And I just, I, I literally was like, bro, who the fuck be talking about people like they gods? But when you just said that, I was like, damn. <laughs> yeah, I mean. You know, whenever we I use the term blasphemous, I mean, I feel like that term is intentionally, you know, it's like hyperbole for whatever you're talking about. Like, it's it's intentionally yeah. exaggerated. Like, you know, that's why we use the term to really just hype up, meaning that what we're saying is something that people would normally not say. Some people would say it's disrespectful. Well, some people have really been out here being blasphemous. And I, I, I just realized that when you just said that, like, because when I hear blasphemy, I think about Jay Z line where he's like, "Young ho for the God, nigga, blasphemy." <laughs> and then the next line is, "I'm at the Trump International, ask for me." <laughs> That's like, man, that that those those lines did not age well at all. <laughs> That's a lot of old rap. <laughs> but like I was saying, man, Jay, I mean, Drake reminds me of Jay Z, whereas. A lot of the hits from like Drake old shit, I really can't. Like it has its time and and 
it has its moment for me. But when I go back and listen to like Drake albums, I be listening to the deep to the deep cuts. Like what what one would have in a earlier life called, you know, the B-side. Yeah. Like Cuz like do not disturb. <laughs> do not disturb. Yeah. That's my shit, but that's a deep cut like mug. Niggas don't really know this shit like that. Hell, I ain't know this shit like that. So I was just listening to the album one day. It was on my shuffle. It came on. I was like, boy, this nigga is spitting that shit. He is talking his shit. I was like, nigga, I fuck with this. That's what I'm most looking forward to. Because we know he going to come. We know he got a summer jam on there. He got a summer jam on there for the ladies. He got got a whole lot of IG uh, caption material. Of course, for everybody. That's a given. Uh, we know it's gonna be some subs at uh, Pusha T and Kanye on here. You better chill with that, bro. You ain't gonna diss back. I don't want to hear no subs, bro. Nah, he's definitely coming with subs. It better be like a clear sub, like, like <laughs> I don't know. It, it don't need to. It need to be a sub. It need to be as far as you can go without saying somebody's name. Like it need to be like yo and that nigga who last name West. Think you the best. <laughs> the issue, man, my biggest issue with a beef like this is we don't have instigators in rap. Like from from a like a lyrical standpoint, right? Like and Pusha T would have been perfect, but Pusha T pen too strong for him to be that. For him to be that instigator. Like you you know when uh Birdman ran up on uh, Charlemagne them at the Breakfast Club. The biggest response that he had was, "Did you pull up on Ross like this? Now I mean, did, did you pull up on these other niggas like this? When it comes to Drake, it's like if I'm pushing T, I'm too good for me to be like, why you ain't say nothing to Andre 3000? Why you ain't say nothing to Kendrick Lamar? You feel me? I'm I'm coming at you myself, but it's like." If Drake ever say some shit to Big Sean, <laughs> Big Sean gotta be Big Sean gotta be the nigga that's like, uh, why you why you why you ain't pull up on on, on three stacks like this? So why somebody gotta do it? Why why you didn't pull up on K Dot like this? Damn, it's crazy how you respond to everybody but K Dot, and he was the one who sounded the alarm. Damn, that's crazy. But you know how Big Sean to do, boy. <laughs> That's crazy, boy. <laughs> but that's man, that's some shit that I would have liked to have seen. Like I said the last time we talked, bro. Like, rap missed out on a great battle because these niggas soft. Like, that's some soft shit. Like. I'm never gonna let Drake forget this. Yeah, he gonna drop an album. I'm gonna fuck with a couple songs off of it. But I am still going to go back to You Are Hiding a Child. I mean, he got that work, man. And I think it's cool because, I don't know, like, I like Drake. Obviously, he's one of my favorite artists. He even dropped so much good music. But I've been, a, I've been a fan of Pusha T for a while. So it's like, it ain't like Pusha T is just like some rapper. You know, this is somebody who I've been a fan of. And this nigga went in. I mean, you know. I mean, that that this was, you know, it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. It made my mouth drop. 
I mean, when I heard that, when I heard the Drake, I was like, dang. <laughs> like, when I heard that Drake, I was like, dang. Like, Drake really not playing. And Drake was really spitting, too. You oh, know? Yeah. You know, Father had to stretch his hands out and get it from me. When I heard him say that, I was like, yo, this nigga not playing. Like, he making it known. He making it known. Y'all know who I'm talking about. I'm talking about Kanye West and, and, this, and this nigga Pusha T. I was like, boy, this shit different here. This nigga is I not just, playing. Yeah, he was just really on some direct, you know. And I'm just like, damn. Shout out to Rap Beef, man. Rap Beef brings the best out of people, man. I think this might be, if there was ever, well, it's, it can't be a classic because he going to have I'm Upset on it. So let me not even put that out there. Yeah, but, it can't be. well, do you think Drake has a classic album? Does he have a classic album? Yeah, because that's the, that's the thing that people ding him a lot on. Like, they say he can have all the hits in the world, but he is yet to make a classic album. I don't know, man. It's like, you know, I want to put Take Care in there, but I don't know if that's a real classic or just a personal classic. Because I don't know. I really don't know how well Take Care holds up. Like, it it kind of holds up for me now. But, I mean, I'm not just going back to listen to Take Care all the time. Like, like I got to be in a mood for Take Care. You feel me? Yeah. Uh, but other than Take Care, I mean, I don't know, man. He just got a great catalog i just i don't know man stuff man he it's, got a good catalog but I, I i still i personally don't feel like he has a classic album good catalog drake can make an amazing greatest hits album that his greatest hits album is gonna be ignorant but <laughs> I mean, everything this nigga dropped be, you know, it'd be straight. Like, it's straight a classic, and up. <laughs> a classic album. I think that's the biggest reason why people always put him, J. Cole, and Kendrick together. Because. See, but Kendrick got a classic to me. To me, Kendrick, Kendrick got, got two. two classics. Yeah, to me, he got yeah. two. He got two classics. To me, J. Cole got classics. J. Cole. J. Like, Cole I feel has, like I feel like Forest Hill Drive is a classic. Forest Hill Drive is a classic. KLD on the way, which y'all don't know. That's actually a to me, that's actually a really great album to me. That might KLD be KLD is a great album, but I don't Bruh, I'm telling you. It's great. Yeah. It's great. You know. Right now it's just so much music coming out. Hey, but if you throw you throwing that KLD, man, we could listen to it from top to bottom. And I'm gonna be vibing to the whole thing. True. And to me, that's what make a classic. When when I just hear song after song, I just be like, hey, it's hard. But Drake, I don't know. The Drake big thing is that, you know, he kinda he's a different type of artist, like, you know. Sometimes I just don't want to hear no R and B. Yeah. Like sometimes I just don't want to hear. Um, and to me, those R and B Drake songs are some of the hardest to hold up. Except like it'd be a few, but I don't know. They don't be songs that I just be wanting to go back and listen to. After like some time has gone by. True. I usually I usually only go back for the for the rap. I don't go back and be like, dog, throw that uh a night off on. Like, throw I just, that Marvin's room. You know what I'm saying? No, let me skip ahead. To that interlude. 
Hey, bro, throw that Bria's interlude on for the one time. Hey, DJ, uh, y'all got that. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> what was we talking about? Oh, we was talking about Marvin's room before. Y'all got that Marvin's room, man. Yeah, man, just just play that. Put that on repeat. Hmm. I don't know, man. This shit. Music is really in a place right now. Like, and let's not forget. Uh, I don't know the I don't know the artist's name. Let me find his name. The other artist who passed away yesterday, uh, oh, Jimmy uh, Wapo. Yeah. Jimmy Wapo. He is signed with Taylor Gang and everything. Uh, he was another young life, you know. <clears throat> Damn man. Right now, everybody's talking. Well. Everybody on Taylor Gang is like, man, we just signed him, bro. I cannot stop crying. Chevy came out and said, we ain't even get to tell the world the big news, man. Like, that's crazy. You know, life, bro. It's just, I don't know, bro. It's just not promise, bro. It's just not promise. I don't know. I always be thinking about death. Even before this. Not like on some like bad stuff, but just about like how, you know, kind of like going back to what I talked about last time. It's just like, you know, every day, bro, it's just, you know, it's a blessing. Every day. Yeah. You know. What else is happening, man? <laughs> uh,. Other than what's going on in music, is there anything going on in the world? They announced Jay Z is the uh, head of creative, head <laughs> creative director. If at y'all Puma. if y'all start hooping in Pumas, bro, I'm done with you niggas. I mean, DeAndre Ayton and Marvin Bagley. I don't care. I don't care who signed. I don't care who signed to these niggas. I don't care if Michael <laughs> Jordan said, "Yo, <laughs> I'm off y'all, Nike." Y'all got to rock these new Pumas. <laughs> like we, our Nike contract is done. I'm bringing Air Jordan to Puma. I'm like, nigga, it's a wrap. <laughs> like, I'm like, it's a wrap. Because y'all playing now. Like, y'all just playing around now. Trying to get some money. So, I'm done with you. But shout out to Jay, man. Securing the bag. You get the bag and fumble it. Behove, get the bag and flip it and tumble it. Several times. Several. Have several what seats. Else, what else happened, man? Uh, Ryan Fest came out and said he tried to deter uh, Kanye West from using the uh, the lyric, the one lyric that does not fit on the life of Pablo at all. And what's that? The asshole bleached the asshole. Yes. Man, that, that just ruined that whole song. I just hate it too. <laughs> like as as somebody who really liked music, who really liked Kanye. When I heard that line, I was just like, damn. And then when, especially when I heard the rest of the song, I was like, damn, he really ruined that. Ruined the hell out of that song. So he said he told he he tried to tell him not to use it. So Ron Fitz said, I said, this is not who you are. <laughs> who you are is is your humanity, vanity, have to fight each other. If it's all vanity or all humanity, it don't work. He said before reading the lyric aloud again. This right here, this was the beginning. And this is when I took an airplane and went home. I said, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> said, I'm out, bro. I'll be out, too. That and was... I said that nigga want to be famous. That person trying to do something. Nah, that's for the club. That's for the club. You know, people gonna be turned up. 
I can hear Kanye saying this dumb shit. Because <laughs> you know he a fool, man. That's all. <laughs> Bro, I got it. Okay, I'm sorry, y'all. I got to set this shit up right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, Ron Fitz said they sitting, in, they sitting in the session, right? And Kanye goes, now, if I fuck this model, and she just bleached her asshole, and I get birch, and I get bleach on my T-shirt, I'm going to feel like an asshole. <laughs> Ryan Fett said he just sat there in disbelief. <laughs> Shit, I did too. He said, when I first heard the lyric, I said, huh? What that mean? What you talking about? And Kanye like, yeah, you know, when they bleach, when they bleach it, you know, <laughs> when you get right up on it. You, you ain't never been with a girl that did that. <laughs> so Ryan Fett's notes, there was another rapper there that I'm not going to name that was like, nah, that's... That's that hot shit. Ryan Fitz just oh, he don't like this shit. That's that old school hip hop shit. He don't know. He ain't up on that shit. Hell no. <laughs> Ryan Fitz, that's what Ryan Fitz said. That nigga just want to be famous. He the person trying to do something. Nah, that's for the club. That's for the club. You know, that shit gonna get people turned up. Kanye. Boy, Kanye ugly as hell for that. Yeah, I mean, to me that was clearly for you know the effect, but it wasn't it wasn't good. Like I feel like Kanye, you know, a lot he do he do do the lines that gonna make people talk. You know what I'm saying? And especially on that life of Pablo, it was just kind of clear. Especially with a line like that and that Taylor Swift line, you know, like that's clearly like that's clearly a line you use to get people to talk about it, like. For you to refer to Taylor Swift as a bitch in your song, you know, and all that drama that surrounded it was also just crazy. Yeah, that's that's ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> did you uh did you listen to J Rock album? Uh, I listened to most of it, but I've only heard you know it one time through. What but you, you know, I mean, what, what from th- from what I did here, I mean, it was straight. You know, I like J Rock, so I mean, it was, it you know, it was not blowing me away, but it was it was a a um. You know, a good listen. Like, it, I don't think there's a song that, like, I was like, I don't like this, you know. So, that's good. Yeah, to me, J-Rock got the, he has the release of the, uh, I'm talking complete project-wise. I think he and Pusha T have the most complete project out right now. I really rock. I really rock with that J Rock album, man. He's not really getting a lot of. I mean, I'm not gonna say he's not really getting a lot of the notoriety that he deserves for this album, mm. but because everybody else done already dropped, it's like I don't know, man. It just see, it seems like he's not getting what he deserves. If that makes sense. Uh. Super. Everybody was hyped that you know Future uh did the whole Superfly soundtrack, right? Did you listen to the Superfly soundtrack? I feel like I started to, and I was immediately like, "Nah, I'm about to listen to something else." <laughs> <laughs> but I, so honestly, I can't even remember what I heard. But I remember, I, you know, I started playing it, and then I was like, "Nah, I'm about to, you know, find another album." I just I think I just at that time I was like I really am not trying to listen to this right now. 
Yeah, the Superfly soundtrack is about as good as the movie. I heard the movie was, uh, well, I've only seen one opinion on it, and that opinion was negative. <laughs> so, I don't know much. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't a bad movie. It just wasn't, it wasn't what I expected it to be based upon the, the previews and all of the press that it got. Like it definitely wasn't a it wasn't a bad movie at all. It just didn't live up to what I feel the hype. I don't. It didn't. It didn't build. It didn't live up to the hype. I feel that was my only thing. It didn't build up, and I feel like when I when I read who all was included in that uh, in the soundtrack, it did the same thing. <laughs> like. When I listened to the soundtrack, I was like, man, this shit probably going to be lit. This shit probably going to be lit. No. <laughs> that didn't really do it. it <laughs> but, I mean, it's cool. You know, it's some, little, it's some little bangers on there, man. There's some bangers on there for sure. sure. Uh, what else happened, man? A lot of people have been talking about uh, the Migos' influence on hip-hop and hip-hop culture since they were featured on Ape Shit. The reference track has been released um, for Beyonce and Jay-Z's Ape Shit. Uh, And now people are talking about does Migos own the rap hip-hop lane right now? Does their sound own it? Uh, Does it own it? I mean, I wouldn't say own it. I would say that, you know, they have a pretty prominent sound. I wouldn't say own it, though. I wouldn't say that everybody is trying to sound like Migos. I wouldn't say that. But they they have a very distinct sound. That is very popular right now. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we've already been through everybody trying to take the Migos flow. You know, that was a big thing. Everybody taking the doing the Migos flow. And Migos, used. To, I mean, any chance they could take, I mean, you know, any song, they're going to talk about how niggas taking our flow. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But now, you know, that that sound, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that, you know, that they're owning hip-hop. But, you know, they do. They are they are big proponents of hits. You know, they just know what to do. But you know, it's a, it's it's a big look for Beyonce and Jay Z to, you know, have something you know with their sound. But uh, you know, folks put Beyonce and Jay Z up on this pedestal, so it's like if Beyonce and Jay Z mess with you, then you know clearly you're, you know, at the top. You know what I mean? Which I don't necessarily agree with. Why not? Because I don't know. Beyonce and Jay Z are just I don't know. They're two artists to me. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. Like yes, they're really good. Um, you know, Beyonce is incredibly talented. She got a. I just feel like people just have incredibly talented teams. You know what I'm saying? But Beyonce is obviously a great singer, a great performer. Um, you know. But in in terms of hip hop, I mean, I feel like they'll use. I mean, they'll if you like somebody in hip hop, you can use what they got. It don't matter who they are. It don't have to be Migos. They probably use somebody who ain't nobody. We ain't gonna say they the best. 
Trevi. <laughs> I mean, it's like, I don't know. Plenty of niggas that wrote for Beyonce. Niggas don't be saying they the best. You know, that is the truth. That is the truth. Because people, people put Beyonce and Jay-Z on this pedestal. And I think I understand why. Because they do, I mean, they change careers, you know? Like when, when Jay-Z gave T. Grizzly that, that shout-out, when T, when T. Grizzly first got out, T. Grizzly skyrocketed after that. You know, first day out went to the top because people who otherwise would have never list, given him the opportunity gave him the opportunity because of Jay-Z's fan base, you know what I mean? Uh, I mean, we talking about we talk we've been talking about Kanye. You know, Kanye Hove gave Kanye that look. Now then, Kanye got out of there. Also, side note: one of the jabs that Jay and Beyonce let ride on, on their album is uh, this album is Watch the Throne, the real Watch the Throne, Hova and Beezus. So, for all you all you good fans out there who are waiting on Watch the Throne too, you just got it. I mean, that's <laughs> you a, just got that's it. That's sad, man. Cause Watch the Throne was hard, and now I'm hearing, oh, this Watch the Throne, Beyonce, got folks on the timeline too. Disrespectful, Beyonce rap better than most of these other rappers. Bro, let's talk about it. <laughs> Let us let's discuss this because we understand and we we. I don't really care about the Beehive attacking me anymore. I mean, they they gonna attack who they deem attack worthy. Nigga, they ain't gonna Beyonce, attack you. Yeah, I'm not important. <laughs> <laughs> ain't My nobody coming after loud. you. <laughs> ain't nobody gonna care about like three people on Twitter gonna be like this nigga on this on if his that. little podcast. If that. <laughs> this nigga Nate on his little podcast with Alex wanted to talk shit about the Queen. But uh, yeah, man, I saw that too. Where folks, your fave could never outrap B. The queen is rapping. Get, get, get your, get your edges ready, ladies. Get your, get your edges late ready. I'm like, bro. Her bars, her bars sounded like she had a ghostwriter. <laughs> like, I mean, is that not even, even up a for debate? She, her bars, her bars sounded like somebody was paid top dollar to make verses that sounded like something we would believe Beyonce could think of. We just know she did. I mean, if I was Beyonce, I would just have, I mean, I would want the top rappers writing for me. Like, wait, if I'm Beyonce, like, we don't need no little niggas who be, you know, writing songs. Like, you know, like, I would just be like, yo, Offset, like, write me a verse. I want it hard for, you take know. Take off. You know, yeah, or, you know, anybody. Like just come come write the verse, um, you know, for me and Jay Z's album. I'm trying to be hard. I'm trying to sound hard. It's like the, if I was Beyonce, I would do that. You have nothing to lose. If people know that they wrote it, nobody care about that. You a singer. If I'm Beyonce, I'm going to get high. <laughs> for real. Cause he really he feel like he getting left out over there. At good music. <laughs> Boy, Saha had to comment on the picture like Saha was there too, y'all. <laughs> I was like, man, they got Saha out here looking like a sucker, bro. I man, never thought Saha I was... just need to chill, bro. That's all. 
He just needs to like just not say stuff. If he ain't say stuff, he would he would be straight. But he always speaking. Man. But yeah, she should have went and got Saha. Saha would have had her out here to where when niggas made them claims, I could have been like, okay. Now, maybe she is out rapping a couple of these niggas. For real. <laughs> but I'm just I'm at the point where I'm over the Beyonce standing in praise, and I'm also over the Beyonce hate and shade. Like, can we just accept Beyonce for who she is, who she was, and who y'all want her to be? I mean, I remember when uh, Top Off, Top Off the Maybach dropped, I was like, so y'all really just gonna say that this shit good? <laughs> Y'all really just gonna be like, yeah, Beyonce, she murdered that shit. You know, top off the Maybach. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we we've discussed it. Like, it's it it was not, it was not that. But you know, it still got a lot of play though. So I can't hate on it. It's I mean, I can't hate on it, but it did get a lot of play. Cause I mean, she's gonna get a lot of play regardless. So. I mean, her and Jay album was, it was cool. It was cool. I just feel like it has a lot of, uh, it feels like 444 part two to me, if we being honest. Like, it feels like a Jay-Z album featuring Beyonce. I mean, that's Even true. though Beyonce carrying most of the verses. <laughs> I mean, I feel like when you the rapper, I mean, it all, it, especially when you the rapper and the singer, and especially if you're rapping on every damn song. Pretty much, I mean, it's gonna seem like yours, you know, and the singer just kind of doing their background yeah. uh, featuring type thing. But uh, to me, it's I mean, I do agree with you that it does sound like a Jay Z album featuring Beyonce, but not like a four 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 though. I feel like the four 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 sound was just a little different with like that full no ID production. Like, I don't know, because four four four, I mean, it was a lot of just you know chop samples type shit. Well, this is like, you know, a very, I don't know, modern day album, I think. Yeah, I'm when I say 444 part two is like the subject matter. Mm-hmm. The subject matter and the, the way we see and hear Jay-Z rapping, right? Mm-hmm. It's like 444 was a defining moment in his career from my point of view. And so I think everything he released after this is going to be a continuation of that. Cause like you remember, Hove was like, "I'm not rapping like Common Sense." Cause I did five mil. <laughs> like, but now he's at the point in his career where he can rap. He can rap like Common been rapping his whole damn career, mm-hmm. and he can do it in such a way where we don't feel like he preaching to us. Cause they dropping a whole lot of knowledge on this album, and they telling us a whole bunch of shit. And somebody made the comment the other day, like, we only hear from. Uh, Beyonce and Jay-Z when they want to tell us something in the way in which they want to tell us. And I'm like, you know, that's the truth. Yeah, I mean... Because when she dropped Lemonade, nigga Hope didn't say shit. Hope was just showing up to the tour dates, clapping at the award shows, holding the purse. Ain't nothing to say. say. Then when he dropped 444, Beyonce was doing the same. She was championing him so it's like when they come out with this album, 
I knew it was going to be an opportunity where us Jay-Z fans can get on Beyonce fans' ass and be like, y'all clearly see she loves this nigga. Stop shitting on hoes. Stop shitting on hoes. If she forgave him, your bum ass should be able to forgive him too because that nigga didn't even cheat on you. You just a hater. You are a hater. This nigga is, is top five dead or alive and y'all sitting up here talking about him like he's some next nigga. Beyonce fans posting memes and gifts talking about, I guess we can accept Jay-Z now. Nigga, y'all should accept her. Y'all should accept him when she accepted him. <laughs> she accepted him on the album that y'all love. He, like, she literally had a turning point in the album where she was like, I still love this nigga, though. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> like, and after hearing all of that shit, y'all streamed it 755 million damn times. And y'all didn't catch that then? Y'all, it, they had to drop a joint album, which we knew was coming. They had to drop the joint album, and you had to hear her profess her love for him. Again, for y'all to be like, all right, we forgive. We forgive, dude. That nigga don't give a fuck about y'all forgiving him. I'm not worried about no damn fans. <laughs> I'm like, y'all niggas don't even know what y'all want in your own damn life. And worry about somebody else's life. You think T.I. care about what his kids think? <laughs> yeah, I do. I think he care. Because <laughs> then Mayan released a statement today and was like, his kid, <laughs> his kid is not rocking with him right now. <laughs> hey, they like, bro. Why, why, like, why folks creeping on you, bro? <laughs> like, I just feel like, on? bro, why do you keep getting, like, if I'm the oldest son, I'm having a conversation with Pops like, bro. You already said you don't really want to be married. You and moms is going through all of this, all of this nonsense, right? I, I, cool. Why you keep like, why? Be careful. Don't be sorry. Be careful, bro. For real. Like, Moving forward. I don't, I don't understand. And he had just posted, he had just reposted some bullshit on Instagram, where that, where that female doctor was like, wait, wait a minute. Female is a problematic term now. Let me let me catch myself. Don't, do not even get me started on <laughs> female. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was that was that was like that was that was almost a straw for me. Like, you know, like when you hear stuff like that, it make you want to switch over to, you know, that side where niggas be like, no, I don't care about none of this shit no more. <laughs> like y'all like y'all are too much, you know. I, you know, forget all this. I'm just going to take how you feel and roll with it. Nah, man. Like, we drawing the line. Like, female. Hyper femininity. You know, <laughs> it's like, bro, female. It's just, I'm, like, this is what I be seeing. This is what I always see. You know, somebody use the term female. Then a girl be like, you know, female. Female what? A female what? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not this, that, and the other. I'm a woman. And then, you know, the dude always going to be like, bro, I, I don't mean nothing by calling you a female. I mean, that's a regular term. You know, it's not disrespectful at all. And then the girl always say something like, um, well, uh, you know, normally when a dude is using the term female, you know, he's using it in a in a negative light. You know, it's it's a negative thing. And I'm just like, I don't I don't believe that to be true. <laughs> you know, I've. <laughs> 
I feel like uh, <laughs> you straight, bro. <laughs> you straight, cuz? You almost <laughs> fell over. I ain't think you could see that shit. They said. Yeah, but back to what I was saying. Yeah, all I was saying was, you know, um, you know, girl. Female shit really got to you, dude. Yeah, I mean, bro, because it's, it's just, I don't know. This girl was like, you know, dudes only use the. Sorry. <laughs> dudes only use the term female, like, in a negative light. Like, it's never used in a regular light. And I'm like, that's ridiculous. Like, <laughs> any dude that says female is, is saying it in the positive and negative. Like, it's just, I don't know. I mean, if you, as a, as a woman, if you're not a female, what are you? Like, when you got to check sex <laughs> on any formal document, what do you check? Like, I mean, women are. I don't understand. That, I mean, it's just that it's just that term. I ain't gonna say nothing about women. I'm just gonna the way the way some women feel about that term. It's like if you come back and say, well, you know, you can't come back and say, well, you know, how would you feel if we called you males? Because nobody would have a problem with that. Nobody would be like, yo, don't call me a male. I'm a man. Don't call me a male. Like if they, if that's just what women happen to say, it would just be what they happen to say. But it does always go back to, you know, if they say they don't want to be called this then, you know, I'm not going to call them that. See, but I, I don't feel like women are in solidarity. Is that the correct term? I don't feel like they're in. Yeah, I'm just going to roll with that. Uh, in terms of the word female, I don't think they all agree on that. Like, I feel like there's some women who are, they could care less if you may refer to them as a female. So because women are so split on it, I will continue to use it. And whatever backlash I get is whatever. I don't feel like that's not a big deal. Yeah, what, mean, what are we talking about, though? The female doctor did a oh, T.I. Yeah. Uh, reference. <laughs> and were, were folks mad that they called her a female, that he called her a female doctor, or was that just a term you just used? That was just a term. I don't remember. <laughs> I just remember he made it a point to let everybody know that a woman is the one who came up with this. He did not come up with this. Niggas is niggas is wild. Like, why would you do if you've been trying to get your wife back? Cause he gonna act like he wasn't, but he really has. He's been trying to get his wife back. And he did. I mean and then sure, sure. post some shit like that. <laughs> Like, <laughs> what do you? What are you asking for? I mean, Ti gon' Ti, bro. That's what he gonna do. Ti really be wild and using big words incorrectly. <laughs> he do. He do pretty well. You know, he slip up, but he do pretty well in terms of using the correct vocabulary. Coming from uh, somebody who uh, has been called out for incorrectly using uh, terms. And I do that. I, I get called out less times because I really be using these words correctly. But a certain somebody <coughs> be trying to call me out. I mean, why you got to cough with it? I mean, I'm right here, nigga. I'm right here. You can just say my name. I'm right here, nigga. Alex. I mean, 
I just, for the purpose of this podcast, I'm just not going to let stuff fly. <laughs> you know, most of the time I just think it'd be funny to me. Just just to, like, normally I would just not, I would not even bother. But for the purpose of this podcast, I'm just, you know, if I hear something, I'm just not going to let it fly. Mine don't be letting me live, bro. Like you saying that you got to listen to the Kanye album for your, <laughs> you know, for purposes of the podcast. I mean, I it's like, you know, that I can agree with that. But, I, you know, I'm also going to be like, nigga, really? Only because I think it's funny because I feel like a lot of people, there's probably a lot of people who were like, yo, Kanye canceled. And then, you know, not to say that your justification is not legitimate, but a lot of people would find that justification. I don't know. I think it's funny. I'm just saying what I'm saying. Because you know why? Why, bro? Nigga, I'm me. Are you celebrating Juneteenth today, man? Bruh, to be honest, I didn't know Juneteenth was a thing till I moved to Memphis. And then even when people said it the first couple of years I was there, I was like, what is that? And it really wasn't until recently that I learned, you know, that it had something to do with black people and uh, slavery. Right? And then when we went, what is Juneteenth, man? What is Juneteenth? When slavery was abolished. So is that like... Um, Emancipation Proclamation? No, no, no. That's when the uh that was that's when uh the first slaves were free, to my knowledge. Mm. So like the first slaves were actually freed, I believe in Texas. And then boom, everybody started, you feel me? Walking out on mass ass. Damn. <laughs> well those that could. You know, how do people celebrate Juneteenth? Uh, like they have cookouts and shit. It's like you know how like white people celebrate the Fourth of July. Like, not saying black people don't celebrate the Fourth of July, but like you know how like white people go like all out like buy a six pack of Bud Light, got during right roll tide. You know, you know, cookout. That's how. Uh, <laughs> that's how. Fireworks. That's how black people do that. So I know a lot of people are like doing special events like Juneteenth uh, parties uh, not like shake your ass well I'm sure it's going to be some shake your ass parties because black people be having shake your ass parties on Martin Luther King Day but more like you know events and shit like trap trap karaoke type shit trap brunches uh, spoken word cookouts uh, taco Tuesday you know what I mean Shit like that. Sound like a regular weekend. May 5th for black people. That's what it is. May 5th for black people. <laughs> Cinco de Mayo for black people. Even though it's not the same thing, it's like the the way that everybody else celebrates. It's like that. I mean, I just never knew about this. Like It, it was definitely not something that was ever brought up to me as a child. Juneteenth. Never heard of it. I mean, I didn't really hear I didn't really hear about it until like I was probably like in the fifth, sixth grade. Like where I really heard about like people actually celebrating that type shit. Like I learned about it in Sunday school, like during Black History Month. 
But you know, you hear about that shit in like February. So by the time June come, you like shit. What are we talking about again? <laughs> what happened? Because you know the Emancipation Proclamation was signed on uh, New Year's Eve. So that's why black people, like black people, religious black people of the Christian faith, uh, that's why they do like watch night service. Is that where that originated? Mm-hmm. Mm. Emancipation Proclamation was signed at 12 o'clock midnight. To my knowledge, now I could be wrong, but this is what yeah, this is what I was taught. This is what I was taught my whole life. So I mean, if I was taught wrong, then shit, I just been, I just hey, been taught wrong. It's plenty. Yeah. It's plenty shit we was taught wrong, bro. You know. Yeah. Not to say that this was wrong. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm saying uh, in general, plenty of stuff you grow up and be like, dang. Yeah, like uh, Nas want us to believe that uh, the nigga who started uh, Fox News was black. The man, this man, he said that's true. <laughs> that's fact. Can we talk about how wild Nas takes was, bro? Nas said Hoover was a black man. <laughs> nigga, what? I, I heard that too. I was <laughs> like, what? <laughs> J. Edgar Hoover was a black man. <laughs> like my nigga did. Like, I mean, hey, maybe, maybe it's just something I don't know. Maybe they created SWAT. They created SWAT to kill black men. The Panthers. Facts. <laughs> Factoid. Like, like, okay. <laughs> okay. What was some other wild shit he said in that little verse? Uh, uh, damn. He said, oh, the first black president wasn't John Hansen. I was like, nigga, who? <laughs> <laughs> Niggas really trying to break that down. Bruh. Niggas was confused as hell. <laughs> like, like, so what? What? <laughs> what did he say? I know plenty of people were Googling because I I started to do it myself. I started to Google who created Fox News. And I was like, nigga, that don't even sound right, nigga. <laughs> the man like, said, on. this man said, Jim Crow, Jim Crow was a myth. Facts. Nigga, what? <laughs> MLK still alive. Facts. <laughs> Saw that nigga in Queens way back. Nas. Damn, bro. Like, somebody got to get Nas out of here, bro. <laughs> they said Nas was too woke. <laughs> they said he was woke for too long. <laughs> he been waiting. He's like, the first track, man. I'm going in. First track. I'm go- Then he had, he had, I don't know if it's Puffy, Puff Daddy, Diddy, P. Diddy, uh, Sean. It's, I don't know what it's, he, it's something new now. It's yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't know what he going by these. Dang, days. what he go by something else now, bro? I just can't remember. But he talking mad shit on the track. <laughs> I can see it in their eyes. They scared us, Nas. Nas, uh-huh. they scared us. I don't want to. I don't want to hear Diddy on the track no more. I'm sorry. Like this dude is like I don't know. It's just, it's just it's past all that. I'm not really trying to hear Diddy on no more tracks. Bro, I knew I didn't want to hear Diddy on no more tracks when he was on uh he was on Jada Kiss Top Five Dead or Alive, a song called uh Hustle. That man said, You hustle, you don't eat. Hustle harder, nigga. I said, boy, this is my shit. That was my ringtone to wake up. 
You niggas want you niggas 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 don't want to eat, man. Niggas niggas want to stay on the Instagrams and all that shit. I was like, damn, fuck. Think I'm talking about some money? He's on my comment page saying, "Damn, did he leave some for the rest of us?" Uh-uh. Nigga, you don't hustle, you don't eat. Point you don't blank. hustle, you don't eat, nigga. Fuck that. Hustle harder. Top you never five. hustle harder than me. Nigga, I do this shit for the money. I do it. <laughs> Bro, I can, t- I can tell Diddy. Diddy was, he was in the booth, hyped in a motherfucker. Hustle harder, nigga. Like, he felt that shit in his soul. Like, it took him back to a place where he was like, niggas want to stay on the Instagrams and shit. Niggas know they be on Instagram. Bruh, Diddy love the shit out of Instagram. That's why I'm done with niggas. Niggas be on Instagram talking about, yo, niggas, niggas talking about they on Instagram. You know, you know, you want to know what I hate? You want to know what I hate about Instagram? This is what I hate. I hate when people say... I'm posting this. I'm posting this for motivational purposes. Like, you know, this is for, you know, no other reason than to, you know, motivate y'all. You feel me? Like, I don't know. To me, that's just ridiculous. Like, <laughs> like nigga, you posting that for you. You posting that so we can see that you have whatever that you posting in this. And that's fine. You know, you can just say that. But I hate the motivational purposes. I'd just be like, bro, why would you post something on your Instagram for motivational purposes for me? <laughs> like, apparently, you know, I'm supposed to see that and be like, yeah, this is what I want. And this going this going to make me work harder. Life goes, you know, because they trying to they trying to help me. You know, when, yeah. when they post that new whip, like they ain't doing it for them. They, they get nothing out of that. They doing it for me. Or that's, that's what they. That's what they're that's trying the to get me Mill to believe. Meek Mill said, I talk about these rollies and these race and these ghosts and shit so the young niggas in the hood know they can get that shit. In my mind, I'm like, come on, Meek. <laughs> come on, Meek. That's like when whole talking about these paintings and shit. Nigga, I ain't finna buy no uh, million-dollar painting. Let's <laughs> keep it a stack. Like, that shit don't do shit for me, but make me feel even more poor than I, turn- than I was when I turned this shit on. Or just make niggas think, uh, damn, I want to be a rapper so I can have that shit. Like, it, I don't feel like it make people think, wow, that is actually attainable for, you know, all black people. Like, no, it really only seen attainable from y'all rappers. Ain't nobody else rocking jury like that. So if you posting your jury, you clearly posting it for somebody who, you know, maybe like only an aspiring rapper could look up to you and be like, yeah, that's what I want to do. Because nobody else going to be a rapper. So most likely they're not even going to want to wear that type of jewelry or you know bodies you know ridiculous cars we ain't just talking about nice cars you know we're talking about exotic cars like i don't know just you know the motivational thing it has no backing i mean it's just like like for women right women who get on instagram and they got to see these instagram these ig models and shit try to sell them flat tummy tea <laughs> When they done had a couple ribs removed down in Barbados or some shit, they done came back. Now they look like a completely different person, but they trying to sell you some flat tummy teeth. Hmm. How is that motivational? You know what I mean? Like, that's not that's not any more motivational than a nigga talking about ghost, ghost, rave, rave. Check this out. 
I got I got a new protect. You feel me? <laughs> like nigga, what? Niggas didn't even know what a protect was. I oh, mean, I went to school with a nigga named Protect. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. I see. <laughs> don't none of that shit like that shit don't that shit don't phase you. That shit don't it don't really it don't really do a lot to help you or support whatever narrative it is that you're trying to get across to people for the simple fact of if they can't attain it, like, bro, if you putting a Mercy Alago on the ground talking about you too could do this, in my mind, I'm looking at that shit like, you remember when folks was doing that, you should be here? <laughs> when niggas was like, you could be here. You should be here with us. You just like, nigga, no, I can't. <laughs> Y'all done got scammed out y'all damn money. Now y'all got to try to sell me trips for the next five months so you can get your shit back. Whatever happened to them people, man? Everything phase, bro. Like, whatever happened to them, uh, you should be here, people. Everything phase. You know that. That and uh, uh, send me your bank account number, bro. I can get you. I can flip you 500 real quick right now. I'll still be seeing that. I'll still be (laughs) seeing that, you know, hit me up. You know what I'm saying? We can make this money. I'm like, nigga, y'all can't even get cash out. (laughs) Y'all niggas' cash apps is suspended. You could be here, though. (laughs) (laughs) You could be counting these. You could be counting these M's with me, but you know what you want to do? Stay on your little Instagrams and shit. Hell nah, man. Uh, we called it. Warriors in uh, three. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Warriors in three. Uh, how did how did you feel about the finals in its entirety now that it's, you know, done? Uh, it went as expected. Um, I mean, no, let me not even say that because I really did not expect LeBron to get swept. I mean, I just – I don't know. I'm just like, you know, LeBron not going to get swept. I mean, it's LeBron. He's going to make sure he don't get swept. They're going to steal one game. Um, and then he got swept. I was like, damn. <laughs> like, Warriors really not playing, bro. Like, shit. But, uh, you know, it's just – it was just – Everybody know what we're trying to get to. We're trying to get the free agency. Um, you know, the Warriors winning was kind of a foregone cl- conclusion. And uh, that's that, man. I know S- Steph was hurt that he couldn't get that finals MVP. I feel like it's like, damn, you got three rings and no finals MVPs. You know? Is that going – are they going to hold that against him? Of course. Of course. Just like they try to hold it against Kobe. The fact that he only got two. When he got five rings. Hmm. And, you know, LeBron got three. And Jordan got six. Who else is like, who else got plenty rings but no finals MVPs? I mean, you know, plenty of niggas. All these people that play with these people. Now, as as far as like, I'm talking great, about like, like great players. Great players. See, 
you know, when a great player win a ring, bro, they get a Finals MVP. Tim Duncan, Tim Duncan got, I mean, how many he got? At least two, right? Probably two. Yeah, at, at least, least two. two. Um, you know, Kobe got two. KD got two. <coughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, these are the great players. Bron got three. I don't know, man. We got to talk about Kawhi. Because Kawhi had came out and said, you know, he wanted to stay with the Spurs and shit. Then now all these reports coming out talking about he want to go to L.A. Do you think Jeannie Buss and Magic Johnson figure out a way to get LeBron, PG, and Kawhi in L.A.? I mean, I feel like it's possible. But I just feel like there's so many options, bro. It's like I don't know if I don't know if Kawhi really wanna play with LeBron like that. Like what if he don't even wanna play with LeBron? Like, you know, everybody don't want to play with that man. Uh, True. Because once you play with LeBron, it's you know, it's the LeBron show. Like You th- do you think I feel like LeBron not gonna change who he is as a player. Like he gotta be the, the center. Does he have to be the center, or do, or is it a situation where he's always been in a situation where he's almost had to be the center? Because when I think back to, like, let's go back to the Miami Heat days, right? Mm-hmm. Miami Heat, that was prime LeBron. Prime LeBron, prime Chris Bosh, but we know Chris Bosh wasn't... Chris Bosh was great. But he wasn't a once in a lifetime talent, if that makes sense. Like, how many Chris Boshes do we see in the league right now, if that makes sense? I feel you. So, and D Wade was, he was on the, he was starting the decline of the back end of his career. But still, really good. Still really good, but not prime D Wade. I mean, it was, it was, it was, you know. It was still really good, D Wade. Still yeah. good, but not prime D Wade. I feel you. it's like it's like twenty twelve Kobe though. You know what I mean? It ain't prime Kobe, but nigga, it's still Kobe. He still True. he still will but bust it's... you and can still lead a team if his team cold. True. But that if his team cold is what is what I'm more so getting at. I feel you. Like, and then when you bring when it comes to Kyrie, like Kyrie, we hadn't even seen prime Kyrie yet. So when LeBron got Kyrie, Kyrie was still developing into who he has become or is in the process of becoming. He was so, the truth though already though. I feel like he was the truth, but like, he was not true. He was not in his prime. And like Kevin Love, I think Kevin Love was at the max of his potential. Prime, but even prime, that, but, prime Kevin but Love. When he yeah, first joined Cleveland. But prime Kevin Love, to me, prime Kevin Love had the had a, had a lower ceiling than that Chris Bosh in Miami. I disagree, man. LeBron ruined Kevin Love. Kevin Love was the truth. He was playing for a bad team. When he came back to, when he came to play with LeBron, 
he became Chris Bosh in Miami. Like it's just that's just how that's just what happened to you when you play with LeBron. You go from J.R. Smith being number two guard on the team, doing all this and that. Now, man, you just better hit the damn shot when I when I pass it to you. You know what I'm saying? That's just what you're gonna be, unless you just star star. I can see that, but what I, I guess what I'm hitting at is you put Kawhi Leonard on the same team as LeBron. I don't think LeBron LeBron can't Chris Bosh or Kevin Love Kawhi Leonard. To me, the most the two most interchangeable players that you can put on any on any team in the NBA and they instantly change the impact of your team is Kawhi Leonard and Klay Thompson. You can t- you can put them on any team in the NBA. That team instantly gets better, and nothing has to change. See, but Brian gonna make Kawhi into like Dennis Rodman. <laughs> I would say more of a more Scottie Pippen than Dennis Rodman, but. Honestly, if That's we being LeBron real, be, if we being real, I think if LeBron, I think it depends on where they go. If LeBron goes to San Antonio, LeBron becomes Scottie Pippen. I think he has to. LeBron, LeBron gonna be LeBron. Right now, LeBron is playing. I mean, he may not be prime, but I mean, from the numbers, you cannot tell. True. So, Brian. He, like I said, he going to be the centerpiece to wherever he go. I just don't think at this point in the game he can afford to be the centerpiece. Like, that's just that's just my feeling on the situation. I mean, he beat the Warriors as a centerpiece, bro. I mean, he had, he had Kyrie, but I still feel like it was LeBron's team. Because it was. Kyrie wasn't in a position to where him – he wasn't in a position to where that would have been beneficial for it to be his team. That's why he left. If that makes I mean, that wasn't – he didn't leave for that. I'd have left too. Looking back, I'd have left too because that wasn't a beneficial situation for him – one, being in the limbo of not knowing where LeBron's going to go this year. Still having another year on my contract. So if LeBron jets this year, I'm stuck in another situation. And Kyrie on the hunt for that Supermax next summer. He's after that Supermax next summer. So if, I, if I'm him, I get it. If I'm LeBron, though, and people keep talking about weighing out the options of whether or not LeBron stays in Cleveland or he leaves, why would I stay in Cleveland when Cleveland has shown me that unless I fully commit, they don't give a damn about what I want or what I'm saying? And when you are the best player in the world and the organization is showing you that, it's just like he got to, in my opinion, he got to leave. Because the reports came out, but nobody wanted to believe him until LeBron's agent, the former GM in Cleveland, and then LeBron came out and said it himself. Then when all of the news first started circling that Kyrie was unhappy, LeBron went to the he went to ownership and he went to the front office and he said, Whatever you have to do 
to keep Kyrie here, do it. And they said, fuck you. And they shipped, <laughs> and they shipped Kyrie to, to Boston and got a whole bunch of bullshit in return. They ended up not, like, that was the worst decision of the offseason. Like, I would have felt, I would have been happier with them forcing their hand and keeping Kyrie there and Kyrie just having the surgery, if that's what he was going to do. Because he ended up having had a surgery any damn way. Correct. So Kyrie just says, well, if y'all going to keep me here, I'm having surgery. All right, cool. Have your surgery. And everything still plays out the same way. I mean, these niggas still went to the finals. That's what I'm saying. Like, and Kyrie could have just been, he could have, <clears throat> he could have just been in his Kobe stage where, you remember there was a point where Kobe was like, man, fuck this shit, man. These folks ain't giving me no help. I ain't, man, nah, bro, I'm out. I'm, I'll trade me. I, I remember when, when it came across the bottom of ESPN and Stuart Scott was like, Kobe Bryant goes to uh, Mitch Kupchak and demands a trade. Like, I remember that shit. And they and the Lakers were smart enough to be like, nah, we good on that, cuz. <laughs> and Kobe figured it out. That's why it's been so eye-opening to see Kobe speak so candidly about LeBron's situation because Kobe's been in that situation and it wasn't as clear as it is now to him when he was in that situation. Cause you remember, look, Kobe went on a little. Kobe came out and was like, "Nigga, I was playing with Smush Parker." He can he continued to bash Smush like to this day. <laughs> like, come on, is that necessary? I think even like, Smush be like, "Bro, really? Like, quit talking bad on my name." I was just doing the best I could. But it's like he was—he wasn't always happy with the teams he had. He went to management and was like, "Nigga, trade me. Fuck this shit. I'm done with this shit." It just worked out for him in the in the long run. It ended up working out for him. I don't think he's in a position to tell LeBron you need to stick with it and figure it out because I don't believe the situations are congruent, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like, he was just upset because Lamar Odom and Pal Gasol just weren't living up to what they should have been living up to. And when they figured that shit out, you know, they got two rings out of it. See, but Kobe, when he was asking for the trade, I feel like that was prior to them getting pal. Like, that was like, that happened right before them getting pal because they weren't playing well. And then he was talking about the trade. True. Because that was uh, the Chris Paul trade, wasn't it? Uh, I don't know, man. I know it was definitely prior to pal, though. I know that for a fact. When they got Powell, I, then it was all good. Like, it was all good at that point. Yeah, but I remember when Powell first got there, like, that first year, Kobe was not happy because he said Powell was soft. I mean, I do remember that. But niggas went to the finals, man. I mean, what more did Kobe want? <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. Like, Kobe, uh, people look at me crazy, and I'm going to continue to say that. I'm, a, I'm going to continue to say this. LeBron has not had the luxury of a Hall of Fame coach or a coach that knows how to adequately manage talent. LeBron didn't have that. I think if LeBron goes to 
San Antonio, we can finally see someone who can maximize his game in a way that I don't even think he knows his game can be maximized. Because, see, I think if he goes to San Antonio, he respects Popovich so much, Popovich can coach him. In my opinion, there hasn't been a coach in the NBA since LeBron walked into the NBA that has been able to coach him. And the thing about Phil, even though I feel like Phil Jackson is the most overrated basketball coach in the history of basketball, Phil was a manager of talent. So he knew how to manage people, egos, and their emotions. So when it came to Michael, he could challenge Michael in ways that another coach probably couldn't have, one, because of his approach, and two, when he first got there, Phil walked in like, look, nigga, I got rings. So you ain't got to, you feel me, you ain't got to listen to me if you don't want to, but I got something that you're looking for. I got something that you're chasing. So Michael had a buy-in, and then once Michael bought into what Phil was selling, everything worked out. Same way with Kobe. It's like, look, I can help mold you into the player that you want to be. Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan didn't win any rings without Phil Jackson. They were in the league without Phil. Phil ain't win no rings without them niggas. I mean, I mean, it's just a it's just a fact of the matter. You know, you're right. But what I'm saying is, when we talk about, he didn't win any rings without them niggas as a coach. <laughs> he he ain't win none as no, uh, you know, star player. He was still on the team. <laughs> Okay. He was on the team, and he was a starter. He was a starter on that team. I don't know. I got to look that up. I don't know. You know, you'll just say that. I'm going to look it up. Nah, you know, I don't <laughs> believe nothing. <laughs> I'm like, no, nah, I'm going to look that up. If I don't know it, I don't believe you. <laughs> I don't know. But I'm just saying, like, if I'm if I'm LeBron and I'm, and I'm dead set on leaving Cleveland, it's only – it's only one option for me to go. And I think it, the only option is to go to San Antonio. Because he can say he, I mean, we can say, oh, he should stay in the East because he don't want to go up against Golden State. But it's like, bro. Do it matter, really? I mean, he didn't he did, really he did make the finals every year. It's like, <laughs> yo, I mean, you know who you got to beat. I mean, so you got it, it, either going to beat him in the finals or the conference finals. I mean, what's it going to be? That's it. Because everybody keeps talking about, is there a situation where LeBron can find himself in Houston? LeBron goes to Houston. Houston, in my opinion, don't get better. They don't get better with LeBron only because LeBron is going to fuck up they the way be they so play. Cold though, <laughs> like he's going to fuck up the way they play. Like you see LeBron when niggas get to jacking shots, just period. Like he got Cal Corver is one of the best shooters percentage wise in the NBA. But let Kyle just throw up some shit just cause. Like he on he hot. LeBron is like, nigga, what the fuck is you like? Like if you I don't, don't spot up. I don't think he I don't think LeBron's game complements the run and gun pop three and D game that, you know, a Mike D'Antoni Houston team is going to play. I just I don't see him it just 
it goes completely against his entire train of thought because LeBron is a playmaker. He wants to make plays. You think LeBron going to be cool with James Harden coming down and dribbling 20 seconds off the damn shot clock? <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, they would, they would, I mean, uh, you know, D'Antoni would work it out, man. I don't, think work that, it I don't I don't personally think that situation could be worked out. You're gonna have Chris Paul, Chris Paul and LeBron James. I can see that working out. Chris Paul, LeBron James, and James Harden. I don't see it. I just don't see it. LeBron just need to come off the bench. I mean, <laughs> we can't even get Melo to come off the bench. You think the <laughs> best player in the world coming off the bench, cuz? <laughs> Do he want a ring or not? Even if he come off the bench, yeah, well, I it, still it's, don't. I don't it's well, still a wrap. Yeah, rap. it's a wrap for that. And then people talking about Philadelphia. Philly, Philly don't have a good enough coach, and they too young. If I'm if I'm year sixteen, LeBron, I'm not trying to go play with a whole bunch of young niggas who I still have to do a lot of work to teach and yeah. groom. Like I just I don't have time for that. I need some vets. Some hard nosed vets. <laughs> <laughs> like. If I'm I'm going to I'm going to San Antonio if I'm Brian. Or I wait it out like I think LeBron's gonna do. I wait it out and see who they decide to draft Thursday. And and see what it is that I want to do after that draft pick is done. Cause if they have some slips, if some people, you know, go cold on certain players. And a couple, you know, one of them players drop all the way down to where Cleveland can get them. That might be enticing enough for LeBron to stay. Definitely. Because the Cavs can purge some space. They can purge some space and they can make some trades to get some folks out of there and get some people in. I just feel like San Antonio is the best option. Rudy Gaten already opted in in San Antonio for the league minimum. They got some cap space that they can get off. They got young talent, young good talent there. They still got those aging vets and uh, Manu and, and Tony Parker and Kawhi and Lamarcus there. Like squad, I think that's the squad. And I think with the coaching of Greg Popovich, LeBron will be a he'll be free in a way that we've. It'll be like when we saw Chris Paul go to Houston where he could play with people who actually knew how to fucking move and shoot and get rebounds and play defense. Like Chris Paul looks so that he looks so happy and free this season. Like, and I think you put LeBron with a coach who actually knows how to coach in a team that already has a culture, a team that he can buy into and he can just insert himself. Like imagine LeBron not have, not being forced to be a coach on the floor, and in the locker room every single night. Like, imagine if all LeBron had to do was get dressed, come to the game, play, go home. <laughs> like, that's some shit he ain't never, he's never had that shit. You're right. And then you got LaMarcus Aldridge down there who, when he not being a hoe, he can, you feel me, get you 20 and 15, Kawhi, if he can get fully healthy, Kawhi is arguably top three in the league, period, 
and you know he can he can lock down whoever the other team's best player is. Like that's the team I want to see. I want to see Murray, Kawhi, Lamarcus Aldridge, LeBron. You take them going up against Draymond, Klay Thompson, Steph, and KD. Like that's I'd like to see that. I mean that would be ridiculous. I mean I'd, even yeah. even this Houston series was great. Yeah. And I really, I mean, with Chris Paul getting injured, um, you know, that really changed the dynamic because I really thought Houston had a chance. If Chris Paul don't get injured, LeBron James gets his fourth ring. I don't I don't I don't know if that's just an easy ring for LeBron. I, I that Houston e- team was good, man. Not easy. I don't think it's automatic like he gonna get the ring. I feel like but most think- likely he not. I feel like he got a better chance, but most likely he's still not getting I think he win- I think he wins in six against Houston. I mean, he got swept by a team that won in seven. But that's not that. Let's not compare apples and oranges. That is not the same thing. I mean, I don't know, man. It's almost the same. If J.R. Smith don't have that meltdown at the end of game one, I don't think. I don't think. That's don't not. Think that's they not they why they win. lost. That's not. J.R. Smith's thing at the end of game one is not why they lost. There's a million things that happen in the game. It is, but that's a demoralizer there. Like, that series, you and I both know that series did not look the same after that moment because the Cavs knew they should have won that game, and they never got over it. Now, is that their fault? Yeah, that's their fault. But that moment never happens. If J.R. Smith... Throws that ball back up. Let's say KD swats it, throws it down. They miss a shot, and the same situation happens. Okay, cool. Let's say Ty Lu is an actual coach and calls a fucking timeout. They draw up a play. The Cavs end up winning the game. Or, hell, let's just say the nigga hits the free throw. Yeah, you know. <laughs> if they win the game, you feel me? I don't think that series is over in five. I don't think that's the only one LeBron them get because all, in my opinion, this Cavs team that we just saw get swept, all they needed to know was that they could win. We saw it in the Indiana series, right, when we thought all hope was lost. All they needed to know was that we can actually win and that that little glimmer of hope Allowed them to kick that shit on. I think after they lost that game, they was like, man, we can't beat these niggas. And they just kept getting shown. Game two, game three. So by the time game four came, it was like, shit. By the third quarter, we was like, man, shit, fuck it on. Y'all trying to go to Panama? I mean, it's like, (laughs) you know, last year they lost in five. This year they were a worse team, so they got swept. Like, to me, they never had a shot. Like, they weren't I, even a better team. They were a worse team. I think they had a snowball's chance. I mean, we talking about KD. Like, the Warriors were defeatable before KD, to me. Like, they would have off nights. I, I seen them almost lose to uh, OKC in, in five. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but they didn't. They, they pulled it out. You know, I saw them lose to LeBron. I mean, to me, they were just defeatable. Like, they were great. But when it came to the important moments, Steph Curry would just – I mean, this man was a non-factor. 
And when he become a non-factor and now, you know, it's just got to be Draymond and Clay. Like, they were not some super team prior to KD. They were just a really good team. They had a really good player. And Steph, a, you know, greatest shooter of all time. That's all they were. And they had some great pieces on the team too. When they got KD, it's just like now, you know, things have to go really wrong for the Warriors to lose a four-game series. Like, things have to go really wrong. Like LeBron going to San Antonio. I mean, Houston almost beat him. I mean, some would say should have beat him. So that just lets you know how great the league is becoming. I mean, I I still feel like Cleveland could have beaten Houston. Because of how Houston played. I don't know, man. It wouldn't have been easy. I'll tell you that. It wouldn't have been easy, but I think they would have had a better chance because they matched up better. It's easier to play. It's easier to defend a one-on-one playing team with team defense than it is to beat a complete team with team defense. But it's just the fact that Houston is a one-on-one team with so many just like three-point specialists, like folks that do not be missing most of the time. You know what I'm saying? Where it's always going to be, yo, you know, we going to go one-on-one. And I'm talking about the minute you leave, yo, man, like I'm dishing out. And, you know, most likely we going to hit it, similar to a Warriors where, you know, the three is just so deadly and you got players that's so great that, you know, you can't just leave them one-on-one the whole game. Like, you at least got to come help when they get close to the bucket. Uh, I don't know, man. It just make it tough. And Cleveland was not some great defensive team. And and Houston was a, a top, you know, three offense in the league. So, it would have been good to see. I mean, if if LeBron if LeBron would have if if Houston would have won and LeBron would have beat Houston and got a ring, I mean, I would have a lot of respect for LeBron to beat that Houston team, the number one team in the league, with the MVP on it mm-hmm. and Chris Paul. I mean, come on, Chris Paul. So, what do you think Chris Paul does? Try to get LeBron. If that don't work, then he should stay. He should stay regardless. Or he can come to L.A. And we, you know, we'll just get Paul George, LeBron. You can go anywhere you want to go. Just don't come to my organization. And uh, we'll just thug it out with CP and PG. Now, I really don't want PG because PG is like, I don't know, that, that nigga is – you know, he, he not clutch, man. He not clutch, man. That's all I got to say. He not clutch. I don't think he's a he's a finals winner. He don't look like PG? a – He's just not a championship player to me. Not as, not as your main player. Damn. And Chris Paul, definitely not a championship player. Nigga 
and made it out the first round, like for the first time, or the second round. I mean, what? So, do you agree with Shaq? That what? What did he say? Did uh, LeBron should just stay where he is? I wish that he would. I don't want him to go anywhere else, honestly. I mean, I didn't want him to go back to Cleveland, but now that he in Cleveland, I mean, just stay in Cleveland. Or go back. If he went somewhere, I would love to see him go back to Miami. I don't, you know. He going to do whatever he want to do, but me personally, I would like to see him stay. Or if he go, go to Miami. For what? What's in Miami for him? The beach, nigga. Fuck all this. <laughs> like, this nigga got to win. Hey, Miami he got a little Cleve- squad. They got a squad. If he leave Cleveland, he's got to win. They got a squad. Go play away again. Get Bosch to get cleared by the doctor. Nah, Bosch retired, bro. <laughs> Bosch be working out for these teams, but you don't know. He's yeah, but he, he can't get cleared. <laughs> I feel like he got cleared, but I don't know. It's, it's something else going on. He got cleared by, like, his personal doctor. But, like, the team doctor didn't clear him. Yeah, no NBA doctor could clear him. I'm trying to hold my guy back. Now, you know, go to Miami, play away. I mean, D-Wade's still there. He's still putting up buckets. Nigga, D-Wade is... D-Wade coming off the bench, playing his role, putting up buckets. Great, great. And for Miami, great for the clutch. They ain't got nobody who clutch if Deion Waiters hurt. So I'll just give it to Wade. Let him shoot a little two-pointer. Nah, but, you know, hope in terms of LeBron, hopefully he stay. It'll be better for the NBA. Because I'm ready to just see somebody beat him in the East. I mean, these niggas can't even beat him. What if um, I so people keep talking about Kawhi just coming to Cleveland? He could do that. That would be nice, especially if they could keep Kevin Love. I think they could. I think they could do it if they uh, whatever draft pick they get. I think that draft pick is going to be the integral piece of where LeBron's free agency goes. Because if you take somebody like, I know people aren't how, like a lot of people are how Luka Doncic, but I don't think, uh, I don't think some of those teams in the top three are completely sold. Because he's, his camp has already said, depending upon who drafts him, he may not even come this year. (laughs) Like, he already basically said, bro, if one of these trash-ass cities or these trash-ass teams draft me, bro, I'm not coming. And I don't know when I'm going to come. So let's say he drops all the way. This is just completely hypothetically. Let's say Luka Doncic drops to the Cavs. Mm-hmm. Is that not the perfect trade to San Antonio? I mean, it would be. Luka Doncic playing for... Uh, Greg Popovich and the, the Greg European Popovich team of the league. Greg Popovich getting Kawhi Leonard off of the team, you know, if they can't be if they cannot reconcile 
their differences, you know, that can be seen as a plus for both both parties. And I think with a Luka Doncic, you don't have to give anything else up. And hell, if you do, I'm shit, I throw Tristan Thompson in there just for the hell of it. <laughs> throw Tristan Thompson in there. Cause that's cap space. Correct. You throw Tristan Thompson in there, that's cap space. They still gonna have some space because I don't I think Rodney Hood is like he got an option. So the Cavs can the Cavs can do some stuff. Or you take uh what's his name? The guy from Missouri. Uh Porter. Yeah. Like if Porter drops all the way down and the Cavs can get him, I think he would be attractive for some some teams to go after just to get. Who knows, man? They don't need to get uh who they who are who's currently on their draft board right now. The little guard out of Oklahoma. I don't I don't see it for him. <laughs> he gonna prove you wrong, bro. I mean, I hope he do, but as of right now, I just don't see it because down the stretch like he had a good stretch, but down the stretch when teams figured out what the hell he was doing. They was click clocking his ass up, man. Mm. So it's like I don't I don't foresee that changing in the NBA. Like you were getting you were getting clamped up by like non top tier teams, non top tier defenses in NCAA. Am I'm really supposed to think that you're gonna come to the league and just be Steph Curry Jr.? No. He's shorter, his release isn't as fast, and I don't I don't believe his shot is as, de- is as deadly as Steph's is. So he can come into the league trying to play that way. I just don't, I don't think it's sustainable. Because guards in the NCAA are, they big, but nigga, Ben Simmons is a guard. <laughs> I mean, he a freak though. I mean, yeah, but when you look at guards across the league, like you think you think Russell Westbrook letting him get that shit off? No. You think Chris Paul is letting that shit get off? Patrick Beverly, you know, he was hurt this past season. Before he got hurt, you feel me? He he you think he wasn't even letting Lonzo Ball cook out here. You think he finna let that little nigga cook? <laughs> like I just I don't see it, but they got him on his on the draft board, and you know LeBron was hyping him up when he was. LeBron ain't worried about that draft board. <laughs> he got his own damn board. That free agency board. <laughs> Coming to Memphis, man. I'm calling it right now. Not Memphis. <laughs> That would be a straight dream come true. I get season tickets right there. Really? Like, nigga, I get to see LeBron. Like, I get to see a top player all the time. That'd be what's up. Nah, shit. If LeBron go to Memphis, bro, I'm going to quit watching basketball. Oh, God. (laughs) Bro, like, what if LeBron and Kawhi come? I'm still gonna quit watching basketball. That Hell, would be so lit. Memphis can't afford him. 
They can't afford Ooh. both of them, let alone Ooh. one of them. First of all, we need to get rid of Pal. I mean, not Pal, but uh, Mark. I mean, I'm just done with this nigga. Uh, Conley too, man. Got, just get both of them out the Mark Gasol got Fizdale fired, man. I LeBron mean, ain't come. He ain't coming in on Memphis, bro. You know Fizz, his man. That's the only shot that New York that the Knicks have of getting LeBron. <laughs> that that LeBron's favorite coach is in fucking New York. That's it. That's the only shot he got. Mm. And that's definitely not gonna happen. Because if I'm LeBron, the only allure that I have to go to New York is if I can if I can get those other two free agents to come to New York with me. Which would be what's up. Then I would be out for the Knicks, you know, doing that. Because the Knicks would be able to keep Frankie Smokes. You know, Chris Stops is, I don't, you think Chris Stops going to be ready for the, for the start of the season? I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm Chris Stops. Not his doctor. Chris Stops. I don't know if Chris Stops comes back the way that he was. But, I mean, he's there. Shit, if, if you New York and you can get Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, and LeBron James, are you giving up Chris Stops for Zingas? If I can get all those people, yes. Or, let's say, if you can get... If you can get Kawhi Leonard... From San Antonio for Kristaps Porzingis and Frankie for Kristaps Frankie Smokes and the draft pick that they got. Are you are you making that deal? Not all that for Kawhi, no. Porzingis is a top player. If if I'm if I'm New York, this is what I'm thinking. Porzingis is a top player. Like if if we get Kawhi, like it, we need, it need to be Kawhi and somebody else who is, you know, somebody who we gonna like. What about Kawhi and uh, not Murray? What's that other? Well, shit, they could give up Murray for it, cause Murray got a small contract. I know Pop wouldn't want to give him up, but his contract, he only getting like six mil a year. Not only, but I mean, in the big scheme of things, we talking. I want Kawhi. I want Patty Mills. Bro, fuck no. What are yeah, you gonna do then, with Patty Mills? And then y'all can have y'all can have Porzingis. That nigga gonna be shooting at home. Man, I and want Dejounte Murray. Point. I want Dejounte Murray and Kawhi Leonard, and they can because Kristaps is hurt, bro. And yeah, we can say that we think Kristaps gonna come back, but I think that's why you gonna see if Demarcus Cousins opts out and he does free agency. I think you are gonna see DeMar- Demarcus Cousins. He gonna get lowballed. Because they don't know if he gonna come back and st- like that. That Achilles injury is, you know, it's something serious. Everybody don't come back from that good. Most people who had an Achilles injury end up, you know, hurting something else on that same leg because they just they don't fully take the time to get back. Now, if they can work out something to where they can lure LeBron. Boogie, both in free agency, and then move Frankie Smokes, that draft pick, and uh, Chris Stops to San Antonio, 
and they get Kawhi and Murray or Kawhi and Patty Mills, I think that's a good I think that's a good trade. Cause if LeBron bring a championship to New York, then I think that's gonna trump everything else ever. Like he'll be four what he'll be four and four and seven in finals. But if he bring if he bring a championship to to the Knicks, shit all them other losses, niggas gonna niggas gonna be like shit. That nigga brought a championship to the Knicks. <laughs> like the Mecca of basketball, he brought a championship there. He can win one championship and leave, and they going to put a statue of that nigga in the front of Madison Square Garden. I mean, he already a legend in Cleveland. Legend in Cleveland. Legend in Miami. No, he not a legend in Miami. He was just, you know, a great player that played for Miami. You don't think so? No, I don't think he like a legend down there. You right. D-Wade is a legend. Yeah, D-Wade is the legend. You right. LeBron was a great player that won a couple rings with Wade. You know, you are correct, man. Who knows? I'm excited to see how this shit go out. Uh, shit, but anyway, let's do this ending. Uh, it's your boy, Nate B. And your boy, AC, man. Man, we appreciate y'all checking us out. This has been After Five. We know y'all missed us last week. You know, we had some unforeseen issues come up. Uh, Alex back, is out of town. Back, but we back. But we uh, back. I had a death in the family. So it just everything just didn't work out the way that, that we would have liked for it to go. But we right back at you this week. We promise it's not going to be a super long uh, episode. But hey, appreciate y'all rocking with us. Yeah, man. I'll let you. Peace.